0: It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines row continues over Aylesbury Children's Home, rise in sexual offences against children and special task force to tackle homelessness in Milton Keynes.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Liberal Democrats Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say there have been over 100 incidents at sites in the past decade. More from Ben Nye.
2: Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people to recover from the psychological impact of abuse, neglect and trauma. However, councillors Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say they feel sorry for the residents and that the incidents have to stop. The director of Benjamin UK, Claudette Desell, says that she will not allow politics to interfere with their work.
0: A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. Figures compiled by the NSPCC show that on average 85 incidents were recorded by police every day. Over the year there were 285 incidents in Bedfordshire, 857 in Hertfordshire and nearly 1,500 in the Thames Valley which includes Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness. More from Tony Fisher. Since 2011-12, homelessness has doubled from 500 to over 1,000 applications received by the Council. Bed and breakfast bills this year amount to £1.5 million, compared to just over £80,000 in 2009-10. Now, for the first time, the Council set up a housing allocations review group to discover what's going wrong and how improvements can be made. 27 Conservative MPs, including four from this region, rebelled against the government in a vote about the EU referendum. Ministers had offered concessions after worries that public funds could be used to persuade people to stay in the EU just before the referendum, Among those voting against were Chesham and Amersham MP Cheryl Gillan, Mid-Bedfordshire's Nadine Dorries, Stevenage's Stephen McPartland and St Albans Anne Main. The government won the vote with a majority of 191 after Labour abstained. A man has been convicted of attempted arson with intent to endanger life after trying to start a fire on a petrol station forecourt in Bletchley. 19-year-old Jake Regan from Wales took a petrol fuel hose off the pump and held a lighter flame to the end of the nozzle. More from Gail Sanderson.
3: The incident happened earlier this month at the BP Express Viking service station in Aylesbury Street in Bletchley. Regan became abusive to staff and began to push bins around and throw kindling. The staff didn't allow the pump to be authorised so there was no fire. He was arrested at the scene. He pleaded guilty at Aylesbury Crown Court and was remanded in custody to be sentenced in August.
0: Chris Evans is to be the new lead presenter of Top Gear. He takes on the role from Jeremy Clarkson who was sacked by the BBC for hitting a producer. In sport uh, the fixtures are out today. Watford start life in the Premier League K-Dons have been promoted to the championship there are also fixture releases for Luton, Wickham and Stevenage the weather warm and sunny a maximum temperature 22 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties Thank you Simon, morning
4: guys, Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio I have to say um nah There'll be stuff in the show. There's a weird vibe today. There's a weird vibe. We'll deal with it. That's not our problem. No, hang on. Let me get it right. Hang on. <clears throat> it is our problem. But indirectly, it's your problem too, as you'll have to listen to it. You're going to be feeling the vibe. Literally no idea what's on the show this morning. No newspapers have arrived. Security didn't know how to unlock the front door. Dealey's wearing a suit with no socks. That's just messed up on so many levels. Morning Catherine, morning Kelly. Hey, morning. Oh, Kelly hasn't got her microphone we'll yet. Share, look, no, we... you don't have to, honestly, really. And Simon's hanging out in the studio with me. You, you can stay or go, you can do whatever you fancy. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I never get to see Simon at work. He's got very expressive
5: eyes, very expressive eyes. Right, I'm going to, um, yeah, this will do.
1: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I thought love was only true fairy tales,
6: And for someone else, but not for me love was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Now her trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love now I'm a believer her face Now I'm a believer
4: We're in the new studio You don't need to know about that It's boring But basically um, I'm going to be playing Like a geek At a geek's convention Isn't that right? Hey What's the best way To get into a building Via Oh no that didn't work Hang on a second What? If you wanted to get into a building What would you use? Doorbell. Thank you <laughs> You see That guy came with us So did she I love big Unfortunately, that guy couldn't make it. Um, Catherine, it's so delightful to see you.
7: Yeah, it's nice to be no, on not. my feet again. Um, we've got new chairs.
4: That's great news. Now, a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury says it's shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Mm-hmm. Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people to recover from abuse, neglect and trauma but liberal democrat councillors say kids living there are making their na- neighbours lives a misery with more than 100 anti-social incidents in the past decade mm mm-hmm. 10 a year yeah it's one every 6 weeks mm mm-hmm. Catherine, uh, what concerns have been raised?
7: Well, Aylesbury Town Councillor Stuart Jarvis is uh, raising concerns about the behaviour of the teenagers housed at two homes. He says that there have been more than 100 incidents in the past decade affecting local residents, as you mentioned. And his complaint follows County Councillor Steve Lambert, who's also reportedly raised concerns about the care homes. Now, Liberal Democrat leader at Aylesbury Vale District Council told the Bucks Herald that kitchen knives have been thrown over the fence. Actually, says kitchen knives. It's, you know, cutlery knives. It's not in the sort of oh, pointy okay. time. And at least one couple have moved to a different county because of the disturbances. After years of trying to tackle the situation through petitions, local legislation and even writing to the Prime Minister, he says he's finally had enough and he wants them closed down.
4: Uh, and the two facilities, what are they?
7: Well, they're Asher and Joseph House. They help look after young people between the ages of 12 and 18 who are recovering from the psychological impact of abuse, neglect and trauma. So these are some of the most vulnerable children in our society. Mm. Um, this company called Benjamin UK is is the one in charge of it uh, and they're located in residential areas in Aylesbury. Now they argue that the best place for these children is in an aspirational nice neighbourhood rather than on the outskirts of town. <laughs> That's and, and as a consequence they say that the yeah. homes have irrevocably changed the destinies of many children with young people from these homes going on to work for local authorities taking on positions in uh, bodies like the Howard League for penal reform they've done university degrees and they've beaten the odds. Then indeed they go on to be parents themselves and they do a good job according to uh, the Benjamin uh, Benjamin UK, they say others have simply survived, and they're told to able to hold down jobs, which is no mean feat from the backgrounds. They're Benjamin
4: from. UK, what have they said about the concerns? Well,
7: you'll be talking to Cl- uh, Claudette Dazel, who is the co- uh, director of the company later on. She's well, going to be explaining herself more fully, but she just says she's shocked by the outburst from councillors and this drive to to move the children out of the area and have the homes closed down. She describes it as completely at odds with the National Party's 2015 manifesto, the Lib Dems. She's referring to, which pledged to add heart to. A Conservative government. And um, with regards to the incidents the councillors have referred to, they've told us they've only been six complaints of a minor nature raised at Asher House since 2012, and none at all since July 2014. None of these complaints were related to knives or broken glass.
3: Don't
7: um, yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll
4: we'll talk to Claudette later on.
7: She'll okay, tell you well, everything. we'll talk to
4: Claudette a little bit later on. The um, how do we? Okay, here's the thing. This is a. This is a really sterile environment. By the way, there's no soundproofing here, guys, so you'll hear Kelly talking a lot. It's quite a sterile... It's quite a sterile environment. Um, um, um... on well, right, a minute. Let me see what fader the phones are on. Hang on a minute. We'll get, we'll get there. Fader. Dennis, are you there? No. Dennis, are you... There? No. Dennis, are you... We'll find him. We'll find him. We'll find him. Dennis, are you there? No? OK. OK. Dennis, don't worry. Don't, don't worry, Dennis. We're coming. Dennis you there no dennis you there are you there oh, yay sing hosanas yes sir. we never
7: thought we'd be so pleased to hear from dennis
4: well thanks for thank calling you dennis you because of that hunt people. we haven't got time to talk to you now that's all right welcome to dunstable You thank you would you like to say welcome to the beatles no Loving it. We'll have, um, 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 what's his name? What's the guy's name? Oh, yeah, the J-Dog. Oh, well, I've got to mention to Justin that, um, Mummers. no, not Mummers. the other one, Yo Sushi, they do a J-Dog. Yeah. I was chomping on a J-Dog. And it was long, wasn't it? It was long, it was spicy, and it made me feel all warm and icky inside. Indeed. But you did use
7: the special source.
4: I used a very special source. Boy, oh boy, that stuff is um absolutely
5: lethal. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel news here, Sammy.
8: Thank you, it's and so welcome! So big. Why are you giggling? Because <laughs> you never say that.
1: No, I'll
4: tell you why, Sammy, because we're in the new studio and oh. um, I'm actually having to think for the first time in about seven years.
8: It's really exciting. No, it's
4: not. Everyone else is exciting. It's just... A, uh, everyone else yesterday... Oh, we're leaving Luton. Oh, we're leaving... Yeah, all right. We're leaving a really horrible building in Luton. Okay, next. Uh, oh, it's so, it's so sad. We li- Okay, next. It's, you know, it's just a building, Sammy. The, a house is not a home. It's the people in it that make it a home. Sammy, away oh, you go. Oh, that is
8: very, very sentimental. Well, in Brickett Wood, it's busy on the North Orbital Road at the M25 Junction 21A Roundabout, but there are no problems showing up actually on the M25 so far this morning, and on the M1 and the A1M, it's looking pretty quiet as well. In Coleshill, on the A404, there's roadworks going on at Wielden Lane, which could cause delays later on, and in High Wycombe on Marlow Hill, there's roadworks at Wordsworth Road, so that could cause some delays too. No problems showing up on the train departure boards, and Samantha breath, BBC Three Counties
4: Radio. Yeah, yeah, it's 6.16. It's... I've got no idea. It's Oh, it's Wednesday. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? The 17th of June. One of those two. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014, and Milton Keynes councillors set up a special task force to tackle homelessness.
1: Every weekday from three.
9: Local stories. People in Watford are being urged to celebrate their local heroes by creating a postcard in their honour. In other local news, rugby fans are being warned to watch out for fake World Cup tickets. Roberto Peroni. Now, a metal detectorist has discovered an archaeological find in a field near Royston in Hertfordshire. Taxi drivers in Luton are demanding to be allowed to drive in bus lanes at all times. There is to be a new station at the Leighton Buzzard gauge Railway. Roberto Peroni. Weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: A house is not a home, it's the people that you have in it that make it a home. You can have that, Catherine. That's philosophy. That's wisdom.
7: That's Dionne Warwick, isn't it? No, what? Mm. Is that from but, a song? But Bacharach, House is not a home. Okay,
4: well, um, A, <coughs> hey, what's all with the coughing, huh? Oh, it's Kelly. By the way, you're telling me to turn my. You'll, you'll hear some uh, on-air production that should really remain off air. You're telling me to um, turn my microphone down. I'm I'm am down as low as I can go, and I can still peak if I want to. Wow, that's as low okay. as it will go, guys. You're a powerful man. I'm a very powerful man. Very powerful man. Very powerful, powerful. voice. <laughs> well, th- okay, and, and and we could do with your help on this, dear listener, as we are still down the rabbit hole. Although I keep forgetting to say that, uh, this is um, uh, new buildings, new builds. Are always quite sterile and cold, aren't they? They're always a little bit, you know, there's there's, there's not much l- love in them. And apart from smearing love on the walls, <laughs> I've no idea how one would go about doing that. Maybe Kelly could come up with a suggestion. Here's the fun bit. Kelly hasn't got her own microphone yet. Yet. I've put in a request that by the time... Nice. Don't strain your now. voice. <laughs> by the time my contract expires, well, um, Kelly will have a new voice when um, when Stephen Rhodes comes back. So. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone on the internet going, well, it's just Stephen Merce coming back. That's brilliant. We're getting rid of that Muppet. Mm-hmm.
7: Getting rid of the moron. We're going to get Stephen Merce back. Not everyone on the internet. Just two.
4: Just uh, two. One of whom I was investigating. That's not a real person. No. Wendy's not a real person. Anyway, by the by, what, we need to make... This isn't very homely it, because it hasn't... Um, you, you know, the other place, yeah, it was a horrible building, but... It had absorbed years of people talking complete and utter guff. I mean, how long had that building been there? 30 years? 30 years of Gaunty spouting off about every Tom, Dick and Abdul. Stephen yeah. Rhodes um, <laughs> sending texts out while he's dealing with consumer problems. Years of people spouting rubbish. This has got nothing. So, this is what we're going to do. Two things. I think we're going to have to decorate the studio for our show. Yeah. I think we're going to have to do that. And I don't th- I don't know what it is, bringing in posters, bringing in, uh, bringing in... I don't know what it is. We need to decorate the studio. We'll, we'll be able to take it down at the end of our show. I don't Where's Nick... our whiteboard? Well, exactly. Scoines has got that. I don't want Nick um, stealing our show's decorations, OK? Get your own <laughs> coffer. Oh, and, and pick up your rubbish when you finish in the studio. It's only a day old. And um, secondly, we need to try and cram in as much rubbish as possible. Mm-hmm. So, what's our new phone number? I haven't got a clue. Oh three
7: four. four. Five six nine. nine four double five five double five. So oh
4: three four five, five nine four double, double five, 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 five five double five. five. Okay, that's the phone. I need people to phone up and just spout complete and utter rubbish.
7: Yeah, we need to break this thing in.
4: <laughs> we do, don't we? <laughs> you're now you're peeking a little bit. You just 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 try well, not to get well, too close to the I microphone. Do? Just just well, you could um, well, no, you could shut up. That's what you could do. Um, right, I'm just going to move the kinks up one. There we go. Move that down there. Go up there. Smooth. Hit button B. And here's the kinks. Tired of waiting? So am I. (laughs) So we're looking for people to phone up and just spout complete and utter rubbish we need to fill the walls they need to be absorbed with complete and utter guff Catherine say something stupid
7: I fell on my backside this morning
4: you well now that's well, very not alone though that's very uh, fair of you to say that you didn't fall on it I I I, um, <laughs> I kicked you I kicked you quite hard
7: we've got wheelie chairs here right sort of stools with wheels on there's only one use for those things and that is uh, wheelie walls mm. And uh, so yeah, I was. Um, you were trying to help, weren't you? You weren't That's trying to hurt me.
4: That's old news, isn't it?
7: Yeah, you weren't trying to hurt me.
4: No, it was it was a physical, violent attack.
7: So the wheelie chair went, um, and I stayed where I was for a couple of seconds in mid-air, and then bang,
4: bang, boom, shakalak. Is that enough rubbish? Yeah, that'll do. Thank you very much. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four double five, five double five is the phone number if you want to give us a call and. Um... You know, whatever. Uh, Now, the number of people living in B&Bs in Milton Keynes has been one of the highest in the country for ages. Well, now the council is is to set up a task force to sort it out. Since 2011-12, homelessness has doubled there, with over a 1,000 applications received in the last year. So far, bed and breakfast bills this year amount to £1.5 million, compared to just over £80,000 in the years 2009 and 2010. Lib Dem Councillor Chris Williams is chair of the task force, the Housing alloga- uh, Allocations, there's a Freudian slip if ever there was one, uh, uh, review group. Um, the, the situation's not a surprise, Chris. Why is it taking so long to set uh, this group up?
10: Uh, I,
11: it's taken a long time because until last year, the government didn't really release uh, funding to, make, uh, to give us an incentive um, to make it possible for us to actually seriously look at how to increase housing in Milton Keynes. Um, the government have supplied um, a sufficient amount of money and will continue to do so through a variety of schemes. Um, and we are going to take full advantage of that opportunity to, um, to set up a group to, uh, to in, in fact... to. So it's taken a Tory
4: government, when the Lib Dems were in power, they didn't want to help, but it's taken a Tory government to help out?
11: Uh, No, no, this was when the Lib Dems were in uh, coalition with the government. One of the few things that I thought was quite good out of the coalition. It's getting worse, and it's getting worse fast, isn't it? It is. You're absolutely right. Um, It is a serious situation in Milton Keynes. The figures you quote are are, are accurate. Um, You've done your homework. Um, We are going to have a summit in July and get all the developers... um, uh, People who deal with homelessness, YMCA, CAB, um, all in the same room, and we may lock the doors until we come up with some some solutions. But what solutions are there? What 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 can well, you hope to achieve? Only, there, ultimately, there is only one, and that is that Milton Keynes Council needs to embark on seriously building new house new homes for the people who live in Milton Keynes and their children. Well, when's
4: that going to happen?
11: Um, we, uh, we, Milton Keynes Council now has um, uh, quite a large land stock. We'll be looking to, for solutions outside the box. Um, we have got to increase home building. We have got to increase the amount of properties available for people on lower incomes and we've got to make properties affordable um, or, or good quality for rent.
4: The the council—is this true? The council refused an offer of free land recently for hundreds of rental houses. What what was that all about?
11: Well, I understand that to be the case. But as I said to your, uh, as I said to your researcher yesterday, um, I'm having a meeting this morning at nine o'clock. I will be banging on the door of the council. uh, Council. Uh, I have a meeting with the head of housing to actually explore what what happened here and why the offer wasn't taken. And I have promised your programme that as soon as that meeting is finished, um, I will send the details Brilliant. Uh, to your researcher.
4: Alright Chris, nice one. Thanks very much for your time. Okay. Thank you very much. Lib Dem councillor Chris Williams. Well the um, surprising thing I learnt from uh, that interview was with uh, Chris was, we've got a researcher working on this show? Why have I never met that work experience? A researcher you say? Oh, 03459 Four double five five double five is the phone number. If you want to give us a call and stuff, it's a new phone number. Uh, I'm going to struggle with it. Peter's in Woolmagreen. Good morning, Peter. No, what fader is Peter going to be? Oh, Peter's not in there yet. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. This is a new computer system as well. I'm looking at it. It looks like he's there and he's not there. Do you, do you want to just whack him? Just whack him through. Just whack him through. Is he gone now? Oh, it don't matter, it don't matter. The papers, I've got, the, the the vibe on this show is, I mean, it's dead, it's dead, isn't it?
7: It's very weird. We'll get it, we'll get it.
4: Not this morning, not this week, I don't think. <laughs> but it's weird, there are people wandering around, the papers have only just arrived, I don't know how any of this works, you know. Do you want to sing a song for a minute to Phil? Because i got nothing, I'm a spent force.
7: Uh, yeah, go on then. Um...
4: Actually, let's not bother. Uh, have we got... Is the text machine still yes, the yes, same? Yes, 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 yes. The text Life's is still one, the same. Hasn't. All right, let's have some text. Well, it,
7: muffin has that moaning about the volume. Do we want that? I mean, yeah. we know it's a bit loud. It's a bit weird at the moment. We're trying to work it out. Too loud. You came on far louder than Wally and Simon sounded muffled on the news. Well, Simon, no. are you muffled today? The reason, no. Simon,
4: the reason Simon was muffled is I shoved a sock in his mouth. Mm. He, now, he now broadcasts from my studio of all places. I warned him no eye contact. He made eye contact. Oh, dear. That is a very naughty offence. 03459 45555
5: is the telephone number. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. ...up southbound between the Holiday Inn and Apex Corner in Edgeware. And the A405 North Orbital Road is busy at the M25 Junction 21A Roundabout. There are no reports of any problems on the motorway so far this morning. On the A40 Oxford Road in Gerrards Cross, there's electricity works going on at the junction for West Commons that could cause some delays later on. But it's still looking quiet on the speed sensors and no reports of any delays showing up on the trains. Samantha breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Liberal Democrats Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say there have been over 100 incidents at the sites in the past decade. A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. Figures compiled by the NSPCC show that on average 85 incidents were recorded by police every day. Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force To tackle homelessness, and Chris Evans is to be the new lead presenter of Top Gear. He takes on the role from Jeremy Clarkson. Three Counties Sports, BBC Three Counties Radio. The fixtures for the new football season are announced at nine o'clock this morning with Watford in the Premier League and Milton Keynes-Dons starting their first season in the Championship. Luton, Stevenage and Wickham remain in League Two. Meanwhile, Luton have announced their shirt sponsorship deal with EasyJet has come to an end. More from Geoff Doyle.
12: The Luton-based airline first began sponsoring the Hatters in 2009 following the club's relegation to the conference. Last season was EasyJet's sixth successive campaign as shirt sponsors and during that time the Hatters have been in two playoff finals and won the conference. EasyJet have also supported the club in other areas including in the community and in the club's trust and they say they'll continue to do so. The Hatters say they'll reveal their new shirt sponsors
0: shortly. And at the Women's World Cup, England face Colombia this evening, with victory guaranteeing a place in the second round. Andy Murray made a winning start to his grass court season with a straight sets win over qualifier Yan Sun Liu at Queen's Club.
9: I felt like I moved pretty well. I didn't, I didn't start the match off serving so well, but I got that rhythm more in the in the second set, and uh, I felt like I hit the ball well from the back of the court. could have Could have served a bit better today.
0: And Murray will play Spain's Fernando Vadasco in round two, but Rafael Nadal suffered a shock first round exit. And England's cricketers played the fourth one-day international against New Zealand at Trent Bridge today. The tourists lead the five-match series 2-1. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at seven.
13: Keeping your eyes on the wall I'm your private dancer A dancer for money Do what you want me to do I'm your private dancer A dancer for money And any old music will do I wanna make a million dollars I wanna live out by the sea
4: Ian Lee, but morning, Justin. Hey, morning, are you going to go out on the streets? Yeah, of course. Okay, we've only just got the papers. So I've got. Ah, oh, uh, did you? Oh, yeah. He's the paper boy. Hey. Well, thank you. Well, that's very, very I sweet.
14: You were on the, uh, the soon.
4: I like that shirt. You forgot your socks. Style. <laughs> There's no well, style there, is yeah. there? Thank you for those headphones, Justin. I'm, I'm, I'm having a. Oh, dear. <laughs> fun time this morning, guys. Hope you're having as much fun as we are. Uh, the papers have just arrived, so I've got no idea what's what's no in vibe. them. Let's uh,
7: discover them together.
4: Well, uh, congratulations to, to um, not Tom Jones, Chris Evans. Yeah. Congratulations to Chris Evans. Uh, that, I was worried that that guy wasn't getting enough money. That's another reason not to watch Top Gear. Chris Evans presenting Top Gear, driving car. I can't think of anything. I, I mean, I, I like I liked Chris Evans, and I think he's a you know he's a good broadcaster and stuff. Is he still doing the radio? Yes. Good
7: for him. And he's going to continue with it. Yeah,
4: of course he is.
7: But uh, he enjoys a car, and now he can do it professionally too. Uh, I think we're all very pleased for him. Well, yeah, great, hey, great news. you know that woman that was going to have a baby in space, except it was never going to happen because it's never going to happen going to Mars? Yeah. One of five Brits shortlisted for a one-way flight yeah. to Mars has quit the mission. Oh, now it's probably this might is, not happen. Now, OK,
4: so this is the television show where um, um, uh, like 100 contestants are, are going to fight for the chance to travel to Mars and then die on another planet. Uh, it's never going to happen, it's a load of old bullshine anyway, and she's now not even taking part in that. No. Is that what she's saying? That's what
7: she's saying. Maggie Lou, 24, tweeted she'd made the difficult decision, really difficult decision to pull out of a mission that's never going to happen, um, to create a human colony. She said she was keen to become the first to give birth on Mars, the 40 astronauts chosen from a short list of 100... Is a life on Mars? Yeah!
4: What do you reckon, Peter? No, not very good. Sorry? Oh. What do you mean? It wasn't very good, you're singing. Well, okay, let me try again. (laughs) Mr. Life on Boooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
15: keep your day job please. oh
4: steady on peter that was good that co- <laughs> all right you try singing a david
15: bowie song go on no thank you I yeah exactly. have got a
7: beautiful voice peter Have you got a nice
15: baritone uh, i don't know i i, uh, He's got a nice I bass. don't want to state what sort of voice
4: i've got okay No, is it an he old withery right. voice <laughs> is it
15: peter now, what would you story... like to have a wind?
4: what would you like to have a wind about this morning peter
15: now, now the story about the Children's home, basically yes. troubled children's homes.
4: Troubled children's homes, yes. Yeah. The neighbours are complaining.
15: Right now, any if the if it comes from the council, yeah. ask the council if they throw the children out. Would they? T- would they uh, then take responsibility for them? One. Right, hang on. What? Uh? If they close those homes, who and the ch- make That's the some... children homeless? Okay, yeah. Would the council? Take responsibility for those children. One, that's one thing. Two. And The, sec- Two and the thing? second thing is, the- where would they so want them it. to go if they close those homes? Well,
4: that's kind of like question one.
15: Uh, no, it is a
4: second question. Yeah, but it's very because- similar in tone to question one. It's like
15: question one a. Well, one a then
4: because. Well, no, 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 later, no, 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 no. If we're going s- to Peter, through, Peter, let's hang on a second. The f- first question was question one a, and
7: it was where will they look after the children if they're not in the home. The
4: second question would therefore be question one b. All right, one b then. Okay, so. If you like, I d- I'm not that bothered, Peter. T- tell
15: us them again, then. Right, the first the first part of the question is yes, question one a. If they close those two homes down, yes. Uh, uh, that would make the children homeless and then the council would have to take responsibility for the children. Yes. That's one.
4: One, yes. And would
15: they be capable of doing that? Yes. And and the second question is, Yes. Where would they, if they didn't shut, they shut the homes down and moved the homes, where would they like those homes to go?
4: Well, that's, okay. well, they're the same question, aren't they?
15: Oh, no, they're two second things. They're two separate things.
4: They're t- they're, no, surely I they're mean, the same thing. Are, who's responsible there and there where must
15: are they? Be two... When you're in dance for there must be two separate things.
4: <laughs> I've got true. two separate things for you, Peter a punch and a kick.
15: <laughs> Take <laughs> care, Peter. The way, yes? When you apply the music back over your phone, yeah. you've got a technical problem. Oh,
4: blimey, what's the technical problem, Peter? Well, like it, I care. It,
15: It's intermittent.
4: Thanks very much indeed. Well, I it, 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 like the, um, the excitement in this show. It, it pops up every once in a while.
10: Yes, Frank? Hello? Hello?
4: Hello? Frank is calling us from that Mars mission.
10: No, no, the, the radio on. Are I just turned oh. it off. You silly
4: sausage, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us, Frank? Francis? I
10: uh, wonder if you could settle a pub argument.
4: With great with great um, pleasure. I, I, I can settle a pub brawl if you want.
10: Oh, I don't think so. No. Um... The man that won ninety three million, last yes, on the on the lottery. The, the
4: the 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 biggest lottery, one of the big second biggest lottery win in its twenty one year history. Yes.
10: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was saying that if if he decided to give say three of his children twenty million pounds each, yes, and he died within six months, yes, he would have to pay forty percent tax on it. They would rather.
4: Are you planning to kill him?
10: No, no. But no. Do you think his paying...
7: children are planning to kill him?
10: No, I'm not planning to kill him. Who's no. going
4: to kill this guy? Why is he going to what die? Information, what information have you got, Frank? The tax because... going to kill him. All right, OK.
10: Right. So would he have to pay tax on that? His children have to pay tax on that 20 million each he gave them. Yes. That's what I said. So I've won the argument.
4: You've won the 20 million. Hey, have yeah. you seen? They're changing. They're changing the way the lottery is done. Have you seen this? No. They're adding another 10 balls. <laughs> no, this isn't. No, this isn't a joke. They're adding another ten balls. It's in. It's in. Look in the mail. I think right, it's in the it's mail. Good. So it's. I think at the moment I don't do it because I'm not an idiot. But um, I think at the moment you get forty nine balls. Here we go. Lotto ball. Lotto balls up. I um, are you on? Fu- I'm on the page nine of the sun now. Right. Furious Lotto fans. Imagine being a furious Lotto fan. Well, imagine you being, would be because you haven't won. Imagine being a fan of a of a tax on idiots. Mm. Furious Lotto fans. Frank, hit out. You don't do the Lotto, do you, Frank? Well, I do, yeah. Oh. oh, ah, so You pay the idiot tax. Good for you. Well done. You're keeping uh, arts afloat. So I, I, I guess I have to appreciate that.
10: I don't smoke, so I, I spend a few few pound on the lottery. But imagine
4: if you didn't spend a few pound on the lottery, how much more pound you'd and have? Look
10: at all the dreams I can dream in the week.
4: Ah, oh, oh, sweet dreams. Are no made price of on the dreams. Years. F- well, there is. It's too quick. Furious Lotto fans hit out yesterday at boss's decision to make the jackpot make winning the jackpot harder by adding ten balls to the pool. Matching six numbers from 59 is a forty-five to million to one... Sh- Basically, it's going to be hard. It's gone from 14 million to one to 45 million to one. Oh, I see. Are you still
10: going to give Camelot your dollar? No, I might not then.
4: Thank you very much indeed. Of course you will. Of course you will. When it went up from one quid to two quid, everyone's going, I'm not going to do it no more. And then everybody... You know, I'll do? I told you I auditioned to be the host of the Wednesday Night Lottery. Did
7: you?
4: Yeah, I did. I did.
7: I, I went... auditioned to be the face of the balls online. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: <laughs> in many ways, Catherine, you are, judging from some of the emails I get from listeners about you. <laughs> I went, and it's it's out past Gerard's Cross, the, the Camelot mm. building. And it's great, because it's right near my mum. It was Wednesday evenings, about seven o'clock, and I went out there to audition. And I was, I was you know, I was in the suit, and I, I, I presented a fake show, you know. And um, I didn't get it. It was £1,000 a week it would have been. It's 20 minutes' work, A £1,000 a week. I
7: think mine was a bit less than that. Oh,
4: and I, I didn't get it. And I, I said, well, is, you know, could I have... That's a shame. Could I get some feedback? And they said, yeah, we thought you were too subversive. What? What? I was too... How could... All I was doing was reading numbers. 63. Two. All I was doing was reading numbers, Laura. <laughs> and they said I
7: was too subversive. You're doing in that sarcastic voice.
4: I, was, I did make a joke. The voice of the balls, right... Um, there was a bit of scripted bants with the voice of the balls. I went off piste. Oh. The voice of the balls, it was like, oh, and someone could win 25 million quid. And I said, oh, voice of the balls, what would you do with that? And he said, I'd um, I'd buy an island and live on it. And I went, oh, that sounds a bit creepy. Now, that, <laughs> for the lottery, I suppose, is is the same as the Sex pistol swearing on the Reg Grundy show. You know, it's kind of...
7: So what would you say now in hindsight? You should have said something like, oh, that sounds lovely. That
4: sounds great. <laughs> I, I I didn't get it, Laura. I, I've been banging on so long. Can I? I've got to do a bit of business. Can I come back to you in a second? Okay, yes. Yeah, thank you. A minute. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, that one.
5: Travel news for beds, hards, and bugs.
1: BBC
8: Three Counties Radio. The M25 is starting to build up anti-clockwise. between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for the A41 at Watford. It's also looking busy on the North Orbital Road at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout and the A1 is slow southbound from Boreham Wood towards the apex corner in Edgware. Looking at the speed sensors in at Stevenage on the A602, that's looking quite slow in both directions between Broadwater Crescent and the A1M, but there's no problems reported on the A1M or the M1 so far this morning. Samantha breath, BBC 3K. radio.
4: Sammy, permission to interject. Okay. You have sent the most boring tweet. Boring? I have ever. The boring, not boring. I have ever. You're not Josh jazza The The darling. You have sent the most boring tweet I've ever seen in my life. Would you like to share? We might as well close Twitter down now because if this is what we're using it for, (laughs) the game is over. Would you like to share your tweet with Catherine Boyle and indeed the three listeners we have?
8: Okay. I said I heard Simon Oxley saying the news for the first time today. That was a that was a real surprise. It was nice to hear. I've never I've never heard his voice before. It always just plays the I always just think you're playing that music just to listen to it for quite a while because I never hear his voice, but now I can hear it. Hello? Hello! <laughs> Is it still working? Have you gone?
5: Yes.
4: 6.46, guys. Wednesday the 17th of June, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. And Milton Keynes' has set up a special task force to
5: tackle homelessness. Right, let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: We have got some sunshine at first this morning and it's a really mild start. Temperatures in double figures already, but oh, we're seeing the cloud just moving in from the west, turning hazy at first, but then we'll get some thicker cloud coming and going through the day. It's going to be patchy. The sun will burn it back. We'll get some sunny spells, but it is going to be very warm, really humid air today, so it's going to feel quite sticky. We're looking at a maximum temperature of 22 Celsius. Sunsets at 21, 23 and overnight, we're going to see more of this cloud. In fact, it's going to work its way into the latter stages of the afternoon and bring with it maybe one or two spots of rain starting off towards parts of northern Bedfordshire to start with some light patchy rain. It'll continue southwards that through this good. evening and overnight eventually clearing. It's a cold front so behind it the air will be drier and fresher. Minimum temperature though still mild at 10 Celsius. Sun rises at 0442. A brighter day tomorrow. It's, it's going to be a lovely day tomorrow. Warm sunshine still but it is going to feel just a little bit fresher. We lose the humidity with a maximum still of 21 Celsius, that's your forecast.
1: Every weekday morning.
17: Coming up at nine on the big phone in this morning. Is it a good idea to make jobless teenagers work for their benefits? How would you like this country to stand up to President Putin? Are you surprised to see British people being blatantly racist? The
1: JDS Show. I think we've
18: got to get over this issue about racism doesn't exist. It, it has existed. It will probably carry on
19: existing. What I wanted to say is they've got this completely the wrong way around. You know, that, that, that is also
14: true. That is also true.
1: You will always get some, but they are such... A minority.
14: Oh, the
11: man's Get him up, get him out of bed, give him a sense of purpose.
17: The JVS show. Do you think we have got to, as a country, start taking this issue more seriously? Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: This is one of the things, don't worry, I've got to click OK for that to work.
5: There we go. There we go.
1: This is Ian Lee and on
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. Laura, Laura,
20: Laura! Hello. Hello, Laura. Congratulations on your new home. Uh, (laughs)
4: <laughs> I do, the thing is, right for me. Listen, I'm I am a journeyman. I am a hired hand. I'm a male escort. I go from place to place, and I work wherever I am offered the cold, the hard, and indeed the cash, yes. Laura. So you know, hey, it's, no, it's a nice been. building. Dunstable's a nice place. I'm look, We're gonna go for a little mooch around later on. See if there's any charity shops. Have a little look for some records. <laughs> um, you know, but hey, you, you know, I, I didn't have the same attachment to that last building that it would appear. Lots of other people did have. Oh,
20: <laughs> I saw Justin D his um uh, youtube clip of uh, men- we- <laughs> oh, that's oh. so funny oh, okay here we go
4: here's the phone in and this is something for you to take oh hang on a second i think he's there just, morning, just. Boss, you well yeah i'm fine this is something you can take to the streets okay yeah go on i don't get people's attachment to buildings
14: <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so, sorry boss I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting touched on the streets oh uh, who's okay, touching you <laughs> uh well ma- madam what's your name mandy okay mandy yeah. keep your hands to yourself Candy okay mandy. Boss, you carry Didn't on you name before <laughs> Uh, no,
4: she just started touching. She's just started touching. Can't you take it to the streets building, uh, 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 Justin? Uh, are there buildings that people are attached to? Because I didn't get the outpouring of love for yep. what was, let's be honest, a flipping horrible building <laughs> hidden away in Luton. It was horrible. Okay, I,
14: I'll give you one straight away. Yep. Uh, Kenilworth Road, Luton yeah. Town. Now, come on, boss. That's not a building. That's not. No. No.
4: no, uh, yeah. no. Uh, okay. Here's one of the rules. For it to be a yeah. building, it has to have a roof. <laughs> okay. It's got a roof. It's got a roof. All the way fours. across. Oh, all the way across. Okay. That's, not, that's not building. That's 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 just a, a park. That's a playing field. All
14: right. Okay. What well, what about then? Uh, what about Wembley Arena? That's got a roof. I've saw. Some, I've seen some fantastic How gigs there over the years. Wembley
4: Arena is. It's a. It's a. You know what it used to be, don't you? Yeah what uh, What will you tell me go a on swi- it's a swimming pool okay <laughs> how <laughs> can you be attached to a swim <laughs> underneath that floor it's still a swimming pool mate it's a cold no, concrete block you yeah, might as well say you're attached to a brick
14: look I saw, brick. Ky- I saw Kylie Minogue there deal with oh, it it was fantastic
4: mm. yes memories for me Justin take it to the streets <laughs> okay yeah no problem and uh, uh, by the way uh, Laura What, well, Justin you describe your outfit to Laura and see the impact it has on her?
14: Okay, Laura, are you ready for this? Oh gosh, I'm getting excited already.
4: Okay, so I'm wearing
14: a a skinny black suit. Ooh, skinny. Yes, exactly. I'm wearing tassel loafers with no socks, baby. And I've got a a lovely Hugo shirt on today, which is uh, undone at the neck. It's, uh, It's nice. Mandy, score my outfit out of 10. How would you score my outfit? 10? Yeah, ten, thank you. So, so Mandy's saying, ten, "No, it's, a, it's an interesting outfit." I've said to, to Ian last week that for the, for at least the first couple of weeks, uh, no, you're <laughs> on the streets of Dunstable,
4: I'll be wearing a suit to uh, work.
14: Yes,
7: you be up.
4: You said, you for, said new dog. You said all the time you'd be wearing a suit. Yeah, all the time for the first two weeks.
14: Oh
7: no, no, no! There was no time <laughs> limit on there. <laughs>
4: hey, t- Justin.
14: Yeah. You ever, been, you ever been in Yo Sushi? Uh, yes, I have and I liked it. I've really
4: enjoyed the experience. It's a lot of fun if you've got a lot of money, right? yeah. Yes, yeah, can ex- run away with you. It's expensive, isn't it, Laura? Yeah.
7: It is. Oh my gosh, my husband and my son spent £60 between them. It's like a really expensive pick and mix and it's all fudge. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, they've started doing a the new. They've changed the menus. They've got rid of the really lovely, greasy, spicy sausages they used to do. And they've started selling um, a, a, a really nice hot dog, Justin. It was lovely. It's called the J Dog.
21: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Was, I, was, I had the J Dog right in my mouth the other day, and there was oh. sauce all over it. I got sauce on my face. It was delicious. Did it feel good? Did it feel right? It That's felt good. That's an innuendo <laughs> if ever there was one. <laughs> I've got no idea what you're talking about, naughty Laura. <laughs> Justin, we'll speak to you in the next hour. Yeah, take it easy, boss. T-fake, t-fake, t-fake. T-fake. There we go. People are saying that the the, the levels are all to cock and stuff. I know it's weird. I'm I'm, do, I'm we're, we're, we're doing. We'll get there. It sounds different. Yeah, it sounds sterile and cold. It
18: does. <laughs> I, I had a look at the photos online yeah. um, of your new building. Yeah. I ha- Oh. You- I'm loving the uh, red and
22: grey igloo look. That uh, the, the, build,
4: the building itself is stunning, right? And the studio is stunning. <laughs> but it's got, lo- you know, there've been loads of boffins on, on uh, that have spent so many hours on ways just to make it a little bit more complicated and a little bit less fun. And absolutely. congratulations, guys, you've succeeded. Um, but um, it's just, it, you know, we've, we've got to build a vibe up. Do
7: you know what it feels like, Laura? You know when they first go into Big Brother and it's absolutely pristine. Yes. What yes. we need to do is like chuck our suitcases about a bit and, well, and get drunk.
4: <laughs> well, the, 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 some, and, and some
7: the architecture is a bit big brother. It is very it? well. I someone, mean, someone
4: very... yesterday made a great attempt at uh, leaving rubbish in this studio. Thanks, whoever that was. Oh, hey, anyway, Laura, did you call in for something?
18: Uh, well, I just came, called in to say um congratulations and to um and to describe your new home if anybody had not seen it online. And it was about the red
4: and grey brick effect. Well, Laura, you've done that. Thanks very much. guys listen uh, don't, don't worry we're not going to uh, we're not going to bang on about the new place too much but suffice to say that we are in a new place we're in dunstable now and um it's a beautiful day and i can see outside i can see the park i can see the uh i can see some guys swigging insider it's it's a great great day out there and we're gonna have a little look around later on but this new studio because it th- th- we're only the second show i mean th- you know the second show to broadcast from here so there's no vibe there's no vibe this wall these walls don't have history so uh, dear listener I'm asking uh, please for you we need knickknacks not being racist actually mean knickknacks to um, uh, to decorate the studio and to make it our own. We need we need to pimp this studio as though it were a fifteen-year-old's bedroom. Exactly. Like my like me as a fifteen-year-old. I'm not. You know, I don't mean anything weird by that. Yeah. But you know, I I want us to to, to make this our home.
7: Yeah. So it's kind of the we need the alternative of like sticking a poster up. We need to feel more like. I've got
4: we've got lockers here, haven't we? Not Matt Lockwood. We've actually got proper lockers, so we can store stuff. So I'm going to bring in a few. Let's not go nuts. Let's build it up gradually. I'll bring in. um, I tell you, we'll we'll each Kelly. This is you as well. we'll We're Tomorrow, we're going to bring in one thing from home that will decorate the studio. Okay. Okay, and you, dear listener, you can kind of come and drop stuff off. You can send stuff in the post, uh, and, and you can do that. And uh, we have a new phone number as well, Catherine. You're going to remind us what it is.
7: Uh, oh, three four five nine. Is that right? <laughs> four double five, five double five. Why did
4: Why did you look at her for that? Why did you well, did you not look at me?
7: Because uh, Kelly knows stuff.
4: Kelly kn- well, phone <laughs> well,
1: numbers. I mean, she's good we, for that.
4: When did we get to such a world that But Kelly knows
5: stuff. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1, it's starting to look busier southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable and 9 for Redbourne, and the A5 southbound is also slow from Lynch Hill towards Luton Road. On the M25, it's busy anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford, and on the A1, southbound queues are starting to build up from Borenwood towards the A41 at apex corner. Having a look on the speed sensors in Hertford, and the A414 is looking quite slow from Thieves Lane heading into the centre of Hertford. On the train departure board, though, there's no reports of any problems. So so far this morning. Samantha the breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Hey Sammy? Yeah. Shall I make your day?
8: Do I get to Simon again? Say
4: hello to Simon Oxley.
8: Hi Simon Oxley. Hi. Hello, ha- it's ha- nice to hear your voice. Happy now? Thank you, yeah. <laughs> she genuinely is, that's
1: the thing. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's seven o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines round continues over Aylesbury Children's Home, increase in sexual offences against children and special task force to tackle homelessness in Milton Keynes.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Liberal Democrats Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say there have been over 100 incidents at the sites in the last decade. More from Ben Nye.
2: Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people to recover from the psychological impact of abuse, neglect and trauma. However, councillors Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say they feel sorry for the residents and that the incidents have to stop. The director of Benjamin UK, Claudette Dacel, says that she will not allow politics to interfere with their work.
0: The charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. Figures compiled by the NSPCC show that on average, 85 incidents were recorded by police every day. Over the year, there were 285 incidents in Bedfordshire, 857 in Hertfordshire and nearly 1,500 in the Thames Valley, which includes Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness. More from Tony Fisher. Since 2011-12, homelessness has doubled from 500 to over 1,000 applications received by the council. Bed and breakfast bills this year amount to £1.5 million compared to just over £80,000 in 2009-10. Now, for the first time, the council set up a housing allocations review group to discover what's going wrong and how improvements can be made. 27 Conservative MPs, including four from this region, rebelled against the government in a vote about the EU referendum. Ministers had offered concessions after worries that public funds could be used to persuade people to stay in the EU just before the referendum. Among those voting against were Chesham and Amersham MP Cheryl Gillan, mid Bedfordshire's Nadine Dorries, Stevenage's Stephen McPartland and St Albans and Maine. The government won the vote with a majority of 191 after Labour abstained. A man has been convicted of attempted arson with intent to endanger life after trying to start a fire on a petrol station forecourt in Bletchley. 19-year-old Jake Regan from Wales took a petrol fuel hose off the pump and held a lighter flame to the end of the nozzle. More from Gail
3: Sanderson. The incident happened early this month at the BP Express Viking Service Station in Aylesbury Street in Bletchley. Regan became abusive to staff and began to push bins around and throw kindling. The staff didn't allow the pump to be authorised so there was no fire. He was arrested at the scene. He pleaded guilty at Aylesbury Crown Court and was remanded in custody to be sentenced in August.
0: Chris Evans is to be the new lead presenter of Top Gear. He takes on the role from Jeremy Clarkson, who was sacked by the BBC for hitting a producer. In sport, the fixtures for the new football season are announced at nine o'clock this morning with Watford in the Premier League and Milton Keynes-Dons starting their first season in the Championship. Luton, Stevenage and Wickham remain in League Two. And the weather, warm and sunny, but with rain this evening, a maximum temperature 22 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties
4: Thank you Simon You can put your shirt back on now Morning guys, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, well 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 well. Uh, New phone number if you want to take part, get a pen and paper pen and paper It's not the 1980s a pen and paper Tap it on your Apple Watches and your tablets. I'll give you the new phone number in a moment. Uh, we're asking this morning. build. Can you get attached to a building? A house is not a home. It's the people in it that make it a home. That is not. That is not a Dion Warwick. It is.
7: It's Bert Bacharach
4: S- Say her name.
7: D- Dion Warwick.
4: It's not how you say it. Well. You, you say the second word. It's Dionne Warwick. Dion Warwick. That's okay. how you say it.
7: I you say February again.
4: February. Yeah. Thank you very much. What buildings are you attached to? Everyone yesterday? that live in London. Are they going to leave London now? Hey, you know what? We're going from a rubbish building to a smart building near grass. Near the near, near... look, I can see some people. I can see a man having a wee wee against a tree out the window. Let's just hope he doesn't come and use the window. That would be. What buildings are you attached to? What knickknacks can we put in the studio or to decorate it for ourselves? Oh, and other bits and pieces, guys. Oh, three four five nine four double five five double
5: five is the telephone number.
1: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Now, a
4: care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury says it's shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Benjamin UK, who runs two sites in the town for young people who are recovering from the psychological impact of abuse, neglect and trauma. But Liberal Democrat councillors say there have been more than 100 incidents in the past decade. Well, Robin Stoochbury is a Labour councillor and sits on various children's select committees at Bucks County Council. Uh, Good morning, Robert. Hello, Robin, yeah. Uh, Um, Robin, I do apologise. Do do you know what? We're in a new studio and I'm looking all over the place at all kinds of different things. And so I'm I'm kind of half glimpsing at the right screen. I do apologise. Good morning, Robin. That's all right, mate. That's all right. Um, Tell me about these homes. What do they do? What, What kind of kids are there?
19: My understanding—I—I I, I spoke to someone briefly yesterday—and what I understand is, you know, they are looking after the vulnerable people who have who fallen out of society in the sense that they may have—they um, may have been abused or they may have been uh, under some sort of stress within the family. This happens in society; people fall out, and they need to be somewhere. These homes are far, and, um, few, and and these two homes, from what I can gather from the paperwork I've received. Uh, I've given support to um, vulnerable young people who have nowhere else to be.
4: So why do the Lib Dems wa- want to close it?
22: Well, really well There's
4: two of them, isn't there? Why do they want to close both these houses? I, I find it really odd because I, I mean
19: I'm, I know Stephen very well. is usually um, um, one of the most sort of generous hearted people I've ever met. He usually really wants to support the community. He's so out of the ordinary for Stephen to come out and say what he said, but I can't. There must be something behind it I'm not understanding. Or, or um, other than the usual troubles that comes with people who have got problems, who tend to kick back at society because society's really kicked at them. I'm, I'm not understanding why they want to shut these homes. There are other ways of going about
4: these things is Stephen lambert robin is Stephen lambert the councillor in question is he um uh, just you know bowing to the pressure of nimby's i just imagine i
19: must be under tremendous pressure to actually come out and say what he said i'm not sure how much correspondence he's got and how much personal pressure he's been under it's not like him to say something like this he's really not um I've, i've you know, known him for a time. I mean, it's very easy for me to turn around and say, "Well, liberals are all bad, and Tories are all bad." It's not honestly like that in life. Um I don't know what the else. I, I, there's something here I'm not getting. Um There's some additional thing here that I can't pick up from any paperwork or any correspondence, kind of mm. that, that only Stephen could probably say what it is. But if this home was next door to me, I expect it would cause me problems. I, I It's just the way it is. I, I don't. I can't. You know. I don't know what those residents' problems are. I've read that somebody said that it's gone on for 10 years, but I don't believe the authority would ignore them for 10 years. The other thing is, I know there is so short. we're so short of these places in Buckinghamshire, and the whole of the country is so short of these places, very much if you put planning permission into something like this, you do get every man and his dog come out saying, well, it's going to devalue my house or, or lower the value of my property or affect my life. Yet everybody else will turn around and say, we, we need to look after these people. Well, the reality is we do need to look after these people.
4: I suppose um, the thing yeah. is, Robin. Let me let me, um, uh, l- let me put my, try and put myself in the, in these neighbours' position. If you've got um, noise and trouble, and I don't know the exact extent of the noise and trouble, so I'm, uh, we're kind of you know playing a bit of fantasy here. But if you've got that going on for ten years, it can really wear you down, can't it? And you could understand why people would be upset that um, perhaps more wasn't being done to, to to keep the noise down to stop the trouble.
19: Yeah, I, 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 I would. I would that would be quite normal, and um, you would say that. Um, some of these people would have lived there before the home, and some of these people were have moved in when the home was there. Um, these children may only be a resident in that home for a very short period of time. I haven't got the ages of these children. Um, I haven't got the um, that information. It's not been furbished to me. Mm. I don't know what the county's position is on these homes. I presume, without any True knowledge on this, the county must be funding this if they are minors. And, um, and these placements are very expensive and um, they usually have quite a high level of, of support. Um, so, yes, the residents will be cost, but what are we supposed to do with these people, and these young people? Are we supposed to just not do anything? And if we shut these homes, where will they go? They'll be put outside Buckinghamshire.
4: It would be, uh, you know, uh, I I believe you judge a society by the way it treats its most vulnerable. And you know, it sounds like a lot of these young people have have had pretty rough times. Uh, And yeah, where are you going to put them? Put them in another town? Put them in the country? Where they've got to go somewhere. And we should be doing our best to integrate them, shouldn't we? I would have thought. Well, every council
19: up and down the land at this point in time is, is through financial reasons or or scrutiny or one being or another is having a job to get children's services correct losing two homes with the limited amount of spaces they are with specialist care that i understand these people are giving them support would be terrible it affects the whole way that bucks is trying to put its house in order in children's. so now i don't know what the cabinet members opinion is on this i, I haven't heard from Bucks County Council personally about this. It's not in my division so people will say, well, that's okay He's saying that because it doesn't happen near him. Um, I would quite easily respect that comment. I, yeah. I would understand that comment. I haven't seen the residents comment on this. I would believe that it's so out of ordinary for Stephen to be like this. There must be some external increased pressure on this him to come out and say there's something happening that I'm not seeing other than um, the stresses of teenagers. I, I, I mean, we've all had teenagers. They can be quite hard work.
4: Robin, I'm going to have to move on. Thank you so much. Robin Switchbury is uh, a Labour councillor, a Bucks County Council. Simple question, I suppose. Can you understand the point of view of the neighbours, um, or do you think they're being a little bit heartless? Oh, three four five nine four double five five double five, five is the telephone number.
1: Local and. ...across beds, hearts and bugs.
5: This is Ian Lee.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Let's go to April.
1: Morning, April. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good.
4: How are you? I'm sweaty. I'm really sweaty. It's hot turn
20: in here.
4: Turn the air conditioning down? Uh, well, well, no, uh, well, no, up. Hang on, do you turn it... The, uh, I would turn it up to make it cooler. Is it... Huh? Huh? Well, I, I don't know how to. There's no, I can't find my knob.
18: <laughs> yeah, that has been said.
4: Sorry, uh, uh, excuse me. I can't find. I don't know how to cool it down in here. The uh, you know the concept of of making it cooler is is not uh, one that people are familiar with. April, what have you called in for?
18: I called in to try out the number and to wish you the very best for your being in your new premises. I'll even extend that to
4: Justin. <laughs> oh, really. Well, Dealey's loving it. He's dressed up all smart and he's poncing around the streets of Dunstable as we speak. He had a
20: whole sad video thing on your Facebook page yesterday.
4: It's pathetic, isn't it? You can't... April, are you attached to any buildings? No. No, I'm not. I'm, 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 at some point soon, I'm going to go, because uh, it's, it's, I only live a few miles away from it now, the house I grew up in when I was a kid, from, from the age of zero to 11. Um, I drove past the other day, and I got quite reminiscent, and I'm going to write them a letter and ask if I can pop in. That'll be nice. But I'm not attached... And there are buildings where I go, and I've got, I've got kind of, you know, some nice memories, but I'm not attached to a building. I, I don't see how... I'm attached to people. I'm attached to my cat. But buildings? Really? Yeah,
18: no, I, I I don't mind driving by and going. I used to work there, or I used to live there, or I remember when all this was filled. Yes. But, um, uh, no, not a building. Buildings don't give me pleasure. Any good, me- any good memories? It's the things that are in the buildings, Isn't the it? people, the in it though, the cats.
4: Not a very good so show this by. morning, is it, April? Sorry. It's not a very good show this morning, is it?
20: Well, the papers flat. are a bit
4: late. The papers were. Daily brought the papers in. There. It's just a bit flaccid this morning, and that's fine. Do you know what? That's fine because we've got to find our groove. We've got it. We say so we're going to. We're going to decorate the studio and the little bit, the little table outside where Kelly and Catherine sit. We're going to decorate those over the coming weeks to make it a bit more, a bit more homely, to make it like our Have bedrooms when we were fifteen. The whiteboard. The whiteboard is in the back of Paul Scowins's car. I think he's <laughs> holding it hostage.
13: I
20: won't do any work in there,
4: will it? I won't do no work in the April. Thank you very much indeed. He's either holding it hostage or he's plotting hashtag Project Dark, which is something I cannot discuss on the air. Uh, she's right, April's right, we've got a new phone number. 03, if you want to try it, 03 459 455
5: 555. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne. It's also busy on the approach from the A5 southbound from Lynch Hill towards the M1 and the M25 anti-clockwise is looking very busy now from Junction 21 for the M1 to Junction 19 for Watford. The A1M is also slow southbound from Junction 3 for St Albans towards the M25 and on the train departure boards the 727 service from Milton Keynes Central to Manchester has been cancelled. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Thank you, Sammy. It is uh, 7.16 or thenceabouts. It's Wednesday the 17th of June. I'm Inley. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year April, uh, the year to April 2014 and Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness.
3: This summer dip into the BBC
16: Proms, part of BBC Music. Tickets are now available to the world's greatest classical music festival. Wonderful piano concertos, more concerts for families to enjoy. And over 20 world premieres of brand new music, from the opening night to the last night. Tickets are on sale for the BBC Proms. Go to bbc.co.uk forward slash proms to find out more.
4: Oh, I've got to press that button, you see, for this. There we go. Uh, let's go all the way live, ladies and gentlemen, to Pennsylvania in the US of... Uh, it's Andrea. Morning, Andrea. Hello. Andrea is listening to us from America. Haven't you got your own radio stations over there?
23: Um, we do, but they're not as good as this
4: one. ladies and gentlemen b b c three counties radio is better than america uh what's okay what's let's um let's get an American insight. What the hell is happening over there at the moment andrea
23: um well the weather's been really lousy
4: oh oh
23: blimey. Lots, of, lots of rain and Texas is
4: getting flooded, and, um,
23: yeah. That, like- well, we've got,
4: this is, we're, we're better than you. It's, oh, no, well, it, it it was, about 20 minutes ago, Brilliant Sunshine, and I'm going to pretend that it still is, Andrea. It's Brilliant Sunshine, and I can see a dead pigeon um uh, uh, out on the lawn. It really is a great view from here. Is that from your new building? This is from the brand new building, the view of nature. It's like being in um what do they call those things? Not a nuclear bunker. Um a, what do they call them? A snatch? A hide. A hide. That's it. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> it's like being in um a hide with Bill Oddy. Um it's in reference to your beard, Catherine. Oh. Um it and we can just we can just spy on nature, Andrea. It really is um well, let's be honest. Nature's quite boring, isn't it? Uh, very. Yeah. It, it, it is. Oh, nature's brilliant. Oh, watch this nature program. Well, um, yeah, I'd rather watch like a really, really good film or something. <laughs> what have you, What's happening in America? To, what have you got planned in Pennsylvania? Where is... I've got... Do you know what? Here's the thing, right? We all know America. We all know New York. Uh, I'm from New York. And we know Los Angeles, California. And um, I sort of know Texas a bit and Mexico. I have no idea where Pennsylvania is, despite having said it several times in my life.
23: Oh, well, Pennsylvania is the state down below New York. And I live in central Pennsylvania, in the middle of it.
4: And is it true, Andrea, because Andrea and I have conversed on Twitter, because we like some of the same bands. Is it true you're, you're, you're selling your car to come to England to see the Hollies?
23: That
4: is very true. <laughs> oh, that is nuts! Really. Yep. But you, but you know, it's not the it's not the singer with the Hollies anymore. I know. It's like but... the, 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 the kind of we should be calling them the Follies. It's like the faux Hollies.
23: I know, but they're still good. I have I have to come over and see them. Since since I know they won't come over here, I guess I have to go over there. Right, this is
4: what we're going to do. With the BBC Andrea, we can make dreams come true. Can we get Who's the fella? Who's the, the original Holly that's still in the Hollies? I know Clark and Nash, uh, but who's the other guy?
23: There is Tony Hicks and Tony Hicks. Bob El-
4: Okay, can we get it? We'll start off aiming high, and if not, we'll go to Don, the original drummer. Can we get Tony Hicks, Catherine, <laughs> right. to record a personal message for Andrea, his biggest fan who's selling her car? How much do you want for it? Oh,
23: um, I'm only
4: trying to get $1,000. Oh, no, too, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll give you 750 Yeah.
23: <laughs> we give me seven
4: fifty. Yeah, yeah. Dollars, not pounds. Let's not get carried away. Let's get Tony Hicks to record a personal message for Andrea in Pennsylvania. If we can't get Tony, then we'll go and um, see Don in the local uh, local cafe, local Greasy Spoon, who was the original drummer who got booted out for not being... Um, well, they said not very good, but I bet you... I've heard him play, and he's brilliant. Andrea, we're going to well, sort that you- out for you. I, t- I tell you what,
23: I'm going to meet Mickey Dolan next month, and I'll tell him that you say hello.
6: Oh, wow!
4: <laughs> are you going to go... Oh, God, can we just scrap the rest of the show while I talk to Andrea? Uh, <laughs> are you going to see his um, his uh, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit Broadway show in New York? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, I nearly bought tickets for that. I nearly bought tickets for that and I thought there's no way I can justify that past the misses. Say hello to him from me, Andrea, and we'll get the Hollies yeah. to say hello to you at some point.
23: Oh, thank you. I would so, so appreciate that. Andrea, it's going to happen. Nice
4: to speak to you. Yes, that's the kinks. I've not got all of my clips, so I couldn't play a Monkeys. I couldn't play a Hollies, but I could play.
6: Thank you, Andrea.
4: She's selling a car. Okay, well, there you go. There's the question. What have you sold? Um, what? Uh, um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's coming. Um, when did you sell a car? Oh, three, four, five, nine, four double five, five double five. Told you the vibe is not strong with this one. Now. Onto slightly more serious issues. Thank you, Andrew. Really nice to talk to you. Uh, the homelessness problem in Milton Keynes is now so bad the council has set up a special task force to tackle it. Since 2011-12, homelessness has doubled with over a 1,000 applications received in the last year. Well, so far, bed and breakfast bills this year amount to £1.5 million compared to just £80,000 a couple of years earlier. Well, Hannah O'Neill is the Labour councillor in charge of housing. Morning, Hannah. Good morning. Um, why has the homelessness situation been allowed to get so bad? I think it's absolutely catastrophic in
24: terms of, of its progression, and it's been happening over a number of years. Obviously, we took over control uh, a year ago, um, and since 2010, it's almost doubled um, in, in, in terms of people coming forward as, as homeless. Um there's many reasons people come forward as homeless. They come forward as homeless because um, their family can't house them anymore. But the main reason is because people are, um, landlords are asking back asking their tenancies back. So that's the main reason people are coming forward. But it's it's been an ongoing issue since 2010. And it's not just in Milton Keynes. Homelessness is an issue across across. The
4: oh, country. but but it's across the country. But Milton Keynes, it is particularly bad. I mean, this is a constant story about people um, being uh, put in bed and breakfast in Milton Keynes, isn't mm-hmm. it?
24: Yeah, it, it's, it's our use of bed and breakfast, which is, is incredibly high. I mean, um, I think it was last year, nationally, bed and breakfast went up by 12%. Uh, in uh, the use of bed and breakfast went up by 12%. In Milton Keynes, it went up by 101%. It, it's, yeah, it's absolutely catastrophic. And uh, look, I think... Go, sorry, on. I go on.
4: No, you, you, go, you no. go on, Hannah. Go on, what you can say.
24: And I was going to say, you know, we, we when I think I spoke to you last year, and we said we, we wanted to end the spend and breakfast, and we came forward with a plan, and we we we've, we've got a plan to end the spend and breakfast, and it was rejected by colleagues um, by uh, the Lib Dems and the Tories on the council, uh, which was incredibly disappointing for us, uh, and that's the reason we set up the review group mm. so, to give them the opportunity to come up with other ideas. Because we are still determined to end the use of bed and breakfast. We've got a plan. We want to use that plan. But if they've got other ideas, we're giving them the opportunity to come forward.
4: OK, so this Housing Allocations Review Group, uh, it's, it's, um, yeah. um, uh, how does it work? How, why, does it t- why can't you all just go out for lunch one day and say, right, you didn't like our idea. What have you got that's better? Oh,
24: absolutely, and we certainly asked them that at the time, and they weren't able to give us any ideas. They felt they needed to assess other people's uh, allocations, policies, uh, they needed to to get some more evidence, um, and uh, we, we put a time uh, limit on that. We said, look, you know, this can't keep going on, we need you back, we need answers back by September, uh, by the Cabinet in September, so that's, that's what we're aiming
4: for. Um, what's this about the council recently refusing an offer of free land for hundreds of rental houses? What's that all about? To be honest,
24: I don't know the full details of that. I mean, obviously, any kind of land options go through our our planning department. Um, But but I know also connected to that was the offer of a a bed and breakfast that somebody um, offered us. And what I've said to that individual is that I I want to end the use of bed and breakfast, whether it's our our bed and breakfast or somebody else that owns it. I don't want to be putting people into bed and breakfast. So for me, that isn't isn't a, a viable option in us spending a lot of money to buy something that we won't be using.
4: Uh, on the plus side, uh, uh, more people buy homes in Milton Keynes than rent them with uh, the help to buy, which is, is proven very popular. Uh, but the Conservative MP for Milton Keynes South, Ian Stewart, he wants you to expand the shared ownership model. Is that right?
24: Um, actually, we were looking at figures um, recently on shared ownership, and people who are coming, the developers that are developing now, are actually building more shared ownership than they are affordable affordable rent. So we're missing out on that affordable rent element and certainly the new builds at the moment. And and we're having um, a housing summit in the summer to kind of bring together everybody in the housing market, the new developers, landlords, all of those people to try and understand what is it we actually need to to try and you know, because the homelessness we're dealing with the homelessness at the very end of it you yeah. know this, this is this is a, a systematic problem we need to understand where the core problems are and we need to because they're not going to be council problems and we need to understand how we can resolve them and work together to resolve them
4: Hannah um thanks for coming on let's let's keep our fingers crossed that some progress is made on this
24: yeah no absolutely uh, definitely it's, okay it's definitely the way forward thank well, nice you nice one Hannah
4: thank you very much Hannah O'Neill Labour councillor in charge of uh housing hooga, hooga, hooga. Chaka, uka,
6: uka, uka, chaka, uka, uka, uka,
4: chaka. It's only Billy Crush, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, hello, Billy Crush. Hello, there. hello Billy Crush. You don't sound real, real, Billy Crush. And I know you are real because I've met you and I've shook your hand. I've been in the presence of beauty. But you sound like um, uh, a friend of mine used to phone me up years ago on another radio station and, um, and pretend to be um, a man of um, advanced years. And you sound like him, but even sparkier. Oh,
22: Perhaps I am him. I'm 95, so there we are. 90. When are, when are you
4: 96, Billy? Um, the third of May next oh. year. Oh, well, okay. We, well, happy b- birthday for last month. <laughs> what you got yeah. for us, Bill?
22: Oh, well, it's it's lovely to uh, lovely to speak to you, and uh, also. From all my friends here in Abbots Langley, shall we say, yes. uh, congratulations and best wishes for the future.
4: I would love to play um, the Mystery of Abbots Langley song, but unfortunately the imp- new and improved technology here doesn't allow me to um, to do that. So uh, I can't, but let's, let's all just have a moment's silence to imagine that song. Oh dear. You can't be silent, can you? <laughs> you can't do it. Billy, what are you up to for the rest of the day, mate?
22: I shall be uh, well at the moment. I'm sitting out here looking out the window at the uh. lovely uh, sunshine. But I shall go up to the uh, village and get uh, a little little uh, bit of shopping, and yep. uh, Mate that love. will be my day today.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, Billy, final question. Um, lots of people were, were mourning yesterday, uh, mourning yesterday as we left the um, bit, uh, premises in Luton because they were attached to the building. Are there any buildings you're attached to, Billy Crush?
22: <clears throat> well, only my house uh, only yeah. my house in Tibbs Hill Road, which I've uh, I've had for years and yeah. years now. Yeah. And I've, I've lived in Hubbard's Langley more or less all my life, except uh, the various uh, uh, occupations that I've uh, had all round the place, you know.
4: Billy, listen, nice to talk to you, mate. Have a good day. Ta-ta, 03459. It's a new number. O three four five nine four double five five double five Catherine. Yeah. Got any texts? Yeah. Good. That's... Well, we'll come to those in a minute. I've just realised the time. The clock's all over the place, you see. Oh, hang on a second. <clears throat> the clock's all over the place, you see. Oh. <laughs> oh, poor Kelly Betts hasn't got a microphone yet.
7: She's all right. She's got no voice. Either. I quite. Best.
4: I quite. And I think we should discuss this when Kelly's not here. Yeah. I quite like Kelly not having a microphone. <laughs> Makes me feel more powerful.
7: Oh, but look at her little face. Oh, she's doing the. Sa- I'll go work with Nick.
4: Really?
7: That sounds it, like a double dare. It
4: gets. Oh, <laughs> you've don't don't try and call my bluff, young lady. You know what happens the last time you called my bluff.
5: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is busy southbound from junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne and the M25 has queues anti-clockwise building up from junction 20 for Kings Langley to 19 for the A41 for Watford. In Bricketwood on the North Orwater Road it's slow at the M25 junction 21A roundabout and looking at the speed sensors coming into Aylbury it's looking quite busy on Douglas Road and Oakfield Road in both directions between the A41 and Brighton Road. On the train departure boards there are no major delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Breath, BBC three counties
5: radio across beds hearts and bugs this
1: is bbc three counties radio
0: it's seven i'm simon oxley owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Police in Garden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening. A charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. And Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The fixtures for the new football season are announced at nine o'clock this morning with Watford in the Premier League and Milton Keynes-Don starting their first season in the Championship. Luton, Stevenage and Wickham remain in League Two. Meanwhile, Luton have announced that their shirt sponsorship deal with EasyJet has come to an end. More from Geoff Doyle.
12: The Luton-based airline first began sponsoring the Hatters in 2009 following the club's relegation to the conference. Last season was EasyJet's sixth successive campaign as shirt sponsors and during that time the Hatters have been in 2 playoff finals and won the conference. EasyJet have also supported the club in other areas, including in the community and in the club's trust, and they say they'll continue to do so. The Hatters
0: say they'll reveal their new shirt sponsors shortly. Elsewhere, Chelsea are on the verge of agreeing a one-season loan deal for Radamel Falcao from Monaco. Falcao spent last season on loan at Manchester United and at the Women's World Cup in Canada. Victory for England against Colombia will see them reach the last 16 of the competition tonight. The match is being played at the Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Andy Murray made a winning start to his grass court season with a straight sets win over qualifier Jenson Liu at Queen's Club.
9: I felt like I moved pretty well. I didn't, I didn't start the match off serving so well but I got that rhythm more in the in the second set and uh, I felt like I hit the ball well from the back of the court. Could It have, could have served a bit better today.
0: And Murray will play Spain's Fernando Verdasco in round two, but Rafael Nadal suffered a shock first round exit. And England's cricketers play the fourth one-day international against New Zealand at Trent Bridge today. The tourists lead the five-match series 2-1. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin is at eight.
1: This is Ian Lee
0: on BBC Three Counties
5: Radio.
1: Thank you, Simon. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.
4: Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. New phone number: zero three four five nine four 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 five. Hope you got that. Um, and uh, well, well, I was asking this morning: Have you ever sold a car? Um, and um, April has emailed in. What's this got to do with anything, April? I sold a solid gold necklace that I had had for 20 years for £750 to help pay for a telescope. Hang on a minute. To help Help. pay for a telescope? She says, I call it The Beast. (gasps) How far can you see? Can you see through time? I'm selling some stuff on eBay. A guitar that I sold on eBay that I've had for whenever I was doing Rise. I bought it on a whim about 11 years, 12 years um, I bought this guitar for a thousand pounds when I was earning a lot of money. I sold it. It's being collected today between twelve and five for two hundred and fifty-five pounds. Oh. Oh, oh well, at
7: least it'll get played.
4: Eh? My ace. Well, it will get. It will get paid. There's played. There's nothing sadder than an unplayed guitar. Yes, there is. There's a lost child. That's okay. a lot sadder. I, I've got a. That's seg- heartbreaking. I've
7: got a separate. A,
4: a teddy bear that's just just left abandoned on a railing because a baby's dropped it.
7: You know I've been looking for a guitar for ages Yes I do Right but I wanted to get the right one Yeah Guess what my guitar teacher found in a charity shop yesterday A a guitar
4: cost £35 She she said they didn't know what they had You told me Someone
7: gave them five guitars No someone didn't give them five guitars The guy who works at the charity shop found five guitars dumped at the tip
4: Why are you echoing?
7: Uh, Because of the speaker being on Turn it off Turn it off dumped at the tip yeah who would do that that's well, like burning books. hang on a
4: second so if this guitar is, is £35, £35 yeah yeah Okay. has it been bought yet I bought it yeah ok still acronym. Um, so it's been bought and it's worth a lot more than £35
7: apparently so yeah ok
4: so you're going to go back to the charity and make a donation yeah
7: no she bought it she told them and uh, she said that in future she'll go back and restring their guitars for them and okay. uh, help them value but so them.
4: you're going to go you're, but you're going to make a donation on that guitar yeah 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 you're going to go and put another 20 quid in yeah hmm yeah yeah you're going to do that
7: yeah I've already done it
4: you're like, in my oh, mind. You're like that carnival woman who offering refunds. you Are
7: going to oh. say you chin your neck on in a minute?
4: <laughs> 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 Give us some texts before we go to the dealie. Right. we
7: have some texts. Well, you've got oh, a as well. we'll
4: go to, OK, we'll go to
7: call let um, Let's uh, see, who have we got here? Put your names on, please, because it just helps. Peter says, Muppets keep talking about affordable homes. The term is meaningless. Uh, Tony says, remember Milton so? Keynes Council shut down that well, home. No, hang on. One.
4: It's not meaningless. Homes that are affordable. To whom? Exactly. Yeah. It's meaningless, like I said.
7: Tony said, um, remember, Milton Keynes Council shut that homeless hostel to save money. Now they're setting up a task force on homelessness. What's that going to cost? Typical.
4: I don't understand. I, 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 I like that, young ladies. Um, um, Hannah, uh, yep. Hannah, yeah. Hannah, yeah. She comes on and, and uh, we've had tussles before. on oh, no, it. don't worry. Um, and uh, she comes on and she... But, but I don't understand this. OK, it's frustrating that the other the other teams voted them down, but... Then what, I don't know why you've got to set up a task force and why you have to arrange all Can't you just say, all right, guys, listen, sh- tell you what, let's scrap the rest of the afternoon, we're going to go to the Wetherspoons around the corner... And let's let's just talk this out, and we're going to stay until we get till we get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, you didn't like our idea. What have you got that's better?
7: Well, also the first caller we had on this one was talking about a cash incentive from the government to set it up. Surely it's already ongoing work. Just go in.
4: Just go in, guys. Maybe we're being naive, but wouldn't the world be a nicer place? Make love, not war.
7: Well, not a work though. I'm oh, get your work done first. That's
4: that's why I keep losing my job. <sighs> right, right. I see. Um, Gary's in. Gary? Gary, Are you in Bedmond? Bedmond, Ian, yeah. Bedmond? Yeah, Bedmond. Bedmond? Bedmond. Bedmond? Yeah, just outside over Swangley. Like Desmond's, but Bedmond? That's correct. Like Pork Pies Millions, but Bedmond? That's correct. Oh, nice one. All right, uh, Gary's in Bedmond. Gary, what would you like to say? Oh, congratulations, Ian! In your new studio. Uh, see, I don't know, and I, thank you, Gary. Um, I, I, I don't know how to respond to that because it actually makes. You've got no attachment to new buildings. No, I've got no attachment to the building, and also it <laughs> it oh, makes okay. my life it makes my life uh, more difficult. It's an f- extra fifteen minutes on the journey, and right. um, it's uh, the studio's not as user friendly as the other one. So, you know, it, thank you. It's it's all about getting used to, you know, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I'm looking forward to say to I have a little... You a new car. It. You Sorry? You've got to get used to it. you buy you... got a new car <sighs> with a bigger horsepower. You've got to get used to it. Yeah, well, you have got to get used to it, Gary, and that's one of my problems. I've never got used to it. Can I just say one thing, though, Ian? Is it a swear one word? One thing about... No, no, no. Oh, in that so. case, you can say it, brother. Go ahead.
19: One good thing about a new building... It all smells nice and fresh. Freshly painted.
11: Ooh. You know what I mean? It's all new. Well,
4: it, it, the thing is, yes, I would agree with that. Apart from, um, Catherine's been using the toilets. Oh,
19: pretty sure she ain't that bad.
4: Well, you, you'd, be su- you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised, wouldn't, wouldn't uh, he, Justin? Yes, yes, Bed- absolutely. Bedmond? Yeah, Bedmond? Bedmond? Yeah, Bedmond is a small place with a big heart. Love Bedmond. Okay. And by the way, um, extra points to me for getting in uh, a reference to Pork Pie's Millions, the (laughs) spin-off to Desmond's where Pork Pie wins the lottery. (laughs) Well done, well done. Ah, geezer, geezer. Now, listen, you were a little bit nervous because you've been walking the streets of uh, Luton like an old pro, and I mean that in both senses of the word, For the last 35 years. And your fear (laughs) was you're going to come to uh, Dunstable and the vibe wouldn't be strong. You wouldn't get what
14: you were after. Well, no, I can, I can assure you the vibe is strong. Yesterday I arrived here at about, what, uh, half past one in the afternoon. Uh, the, our new building looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, Grove Park Dunstable, come down and see us. When I arrived here yesterday, there were so many listeners here yeah. who just wanted to come and, and meet us, and you can actually watch the programmes as you're walking past the building. Oh, that's I straight away I had to do something to break the ice. I had to christen the place. So, so what I did, I went and got my uh, Three Counties Radio onesie on, and I walked out onto the streets and just started meeting people and i can assure you the vibe here in dunstable is very
4: strong well that's 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 um sexual justin <laughs> uh we're asking you lot we're all weeping like babies yesterday as yeah, we left yeah. uh the concrete block where we used to work and i'm like okay guys see do you know what no i'm all right I, it's a building i've i've, I've got it i'm I've, yep okay let's um, yep, yep. um uh, i've asked you to take um uh, people being attached to buildings to the mm. streets yep uh, what you got Yeah, some interesting stuff actually,
14: Um, I've been asking people that and you know, which buildings are special to you and why? You said to me, it's got to have a roof because I said straight away, well Kenilworth Road, Luton Town. Hasn't got a roof mate. Yeah I know, but I've been going there since 85 with my dad, that's a unique special place to me, if not second would be probably Wembley Arena. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah I know, okay. But I've taken it to the streets uh, in Dunstable, Uh, our first morning here in Dunstable. Here's what the streets had to say. Hang on a second, let me find the button, say that again. Here's what the streets had to say. Mary, which building is special to you?
20: Uh, the Priory Church.
14: In Dunstable, yes, Dunstable Yes, Dunstable. And why is it special to you?
20: Because it's just beautiful and it was, well, I was a bridesmaid to my sister many years ago. But
14: you looked smoking hot that day, didn't oh, you? I did. Got a quick question for you. Yeah? Which building means a lot to you? Which building? Airport. What? An airport. An airport? Yeah. Which one in particular? Uh, how about Heathrow? <laughs> <laughs> it gets me out of here. <laughs> which building? When you think about buildings, and I'm sure you often think about special ones, which one's right up there for you?
5: Uh, it was the old Queensway Hall. It used to provide entertainment for all the local community, but they decided to knock it down and turn it into a superstore so instead. They knocked it down. So yeah. where
14: we're standing right now, who have you seen?
5: Uh, Slade, Iron Maiden, Motorhead. Oh. But that was you could get in the local community yeah. and was affordable. Now you've got to go to national venues and it's too expensive. They
14: smashed your memories to pieces. How did that make you feel <laughs> as a human being? Distraught? <laughs> no, it just peed me off. So is there a building which is which is special to you? Yeah, Luton Town. I oh, know it's gotta have I'm a roof. I'm not going it's on. It's gotta have a roof, boss. Needs to have a roof. Jude, loving your style today. You are ready for the summer, aren't
25: you? I've been waiting for a long yeah. time.
14: It is here, baby. Right, okay, let's talk about special buildings. Which building gives you goosebumps? It's a special place for you.
25: Harrods. Well. <laughs>
14: expensive taste I knew it why Harrods come on
25: Um, I don't
13: know I just like Harrods I like the way I don't know I feel special
14: hello boss how are you right mate you're wearing an Everton shirt in Dunstable
2: yeah
14: Um, where were you born in Dunstable Um, is there a building which means a lot to you Uh, not really Um, where's the hubcaps by the way Uh,
4: someone stole them uh, someone stole the hubcaps? <laughs> I know, they're awful as well. They look well t- um, See a cheap car. Gosh, that just sounds outrageous. I, I honestly that. honestly don't... I'm trying to think. I'm not being obtuse. Come on, come I on. I couldn't give a stuff about any building.
14: No, no, no there's got to be somewhere. Just no. think. No, come th- on. I've been thinking. Thinking.
4: I'm just stink. And th- thinking. And there's, no- there's nothing, nothing that, that, that does it for me.
3: Okay,
4: hey, listen. Can... D- just do us a favour, right? Yeah. You know, um, you don't do the lottery, do you? No, no, I don't know. Rubbish. It's the idiot's tax, guys. The idiot's tax, apart from mm. that fella that won £93 million. Then, no. Uh, <laughs> well done. If you want to win, just speak to a magician. Well, exactly. We'll get Pete yeah. Heat back, by the way. The the, the lottery um, is. Uh, the, the, well, they're, they're making it even harder to win, Justin. Right, So okay. at the moment, you get 49 balls. Imagine <laughs> that, Kelly. You get 49 <laughs> balls, right? And get this cast, and there's going to be 10 more balls. Fifty-nine. Well, it's going to reduce the chances of you winning the um, lotto, Botto, um, from fourteen million to one to forty-five million to one. Ah. Could you go and find some muppets um, um, who do the lottery and see if they're outraged? Can you get? Well, I want to hear outrage. Uh,
14: this morning, you said to me, "Can you go and buy me a coffee?" So yeah. I, I walked into a shop this morning, a news agent said about what half past five, yeah. to go and buy a coffee. There was somebody in there in front of me buying ten lottery
4: tickets oh. at half
14: past five in the and morning. His-
4: Here's the worst thing as well, right? You just want to pop in and you just want to buy a sandwich or a bottle of water or, or maybe, yeah, maybe, or you, want, coffee. maybe yeah. you want some contraceptives in a, in a hurry. <laughs> and you go in there and then there's a fella in front of you that's got 20 lottery tickets. Yeah. And he's get, can you, I think one of these is a winner. Could you scan them? Yeah. And then she gets to the last one and she goes, yeah, you've won two quid. All right, I'll have, um, I'll have a lucky dip. <laughs> oh, oh, they stand there. Oh, they stand there. This is You get those plastic boxes in petrol stations and, user, and bunces and use agents and, and, and NISA and stuff that have got the, lo- the scratch cards. And you'll get yeah. someone going, right, I'll have um, two unlucky number 13s. I'll have a postman's sack. I'll have um, a billabong and I'll have a fondle my bum, please. Yeah. And then they stand there and they scratch. It. For goodness sakes, guys. Time wasters. Should Makes be them, dealt with. They should, well, they should be dealt with, Justin. And I think yeah. I know exactly what you mean there, and mm-hmm. I'll, I will help you do that. Thank you. Speak to you later. Ta-ta. Catherine, any texas?
7: Uh, yeah, let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, nice to hear you in the new studios with what's happened to the sound quality. I mean, repeat to fade, basically, <laughs> on the Can text. we just say,
4: listen, everybody, we, we know uh, apparently it sounds, the, the mix between the songs and uh, the, me and the jingles and Justin and stuff, the, 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 on DAB, apparently it sounds awful, and on FM, it don't sound great. Hey, listen, I would have thought, if you're building a radio studio, you would have thought that out It's quite important. Um, it's, it's as frustrating, it's almost as frustrating to us as, as it is to you I'm guessing there are people running around behind the scenes sorting it out. If they're not, then um, you know what's the point in us doing a radio show if it sounds rubbish. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm we're as angry as you are, and yeah. tables will be thumped. Don't you worry?
7: Well, they're being supportive. They get it. I'm Pete in Stockwell, thanks to you, and Tim in Bromham as well. And um, we've got uh, Anna in Bedfordshire who's sent us a text message through, proposing a night out.
4: Um, do you no. do those anymore? No.
7: She wants to go and see Magic Mike XXL on the 1st of July. And she wants us to go as well. Oh, actually,
4: I'd be up for that. Yeah, that's about the male strippers, isn't it?
7: Yeah, she says it's not in 4D, though. It's got to be better than 50 Shades. Would Justin get the lady's perspective?
4: Oh, she's the glow stick lady?
7: Uh, Anna in Bedfordshire, no, different.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I mean, she might bring a glow stick if you ask her. Uh,
4: I, I suspect there might be one or two glow sticks in that show. 03459 555 is the telephone number.
8: slow On the M1 southbound from junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne, and also the M25 anti clockwise as queues building up from junction 20 for Kings Langley to 19 for Watford. The A41 is busy southbound from Hem- the Hemel Hempstead turn off towards the M25 at junction 20 for Kings Langley, and in Wendover on the A413, that's looking busier now southbound between Nashley Road and London Road. Looking at the train departure boards, the 807 train from Hartford North towards Moorgate has been cancelled. Samantha BBC. Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 7.46...
4: Wednesday, the 17th of June. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Police in Welland Garden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening. And Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Mary, which building? Oh is no, hang on a you? second. That was. Oh, you're I right, Kelly. You. That was my fault she there. Does. Hang on a minute. Here we go. That's there. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate.
16: Good morning. We've seen the sunshine at least for a little while this morning, but it is still mild despite this cloud moving in. It's coming in from the west, becoming cloudier and cloudier as it moves eastwards. But the temperature outside at the moment, 12, 13 Celsius, and it's still bright. The sunshine just a bit hazy. Now, it is going to feel very humid today. The temperature really will rise. The sun will burn the cloud back to a certain extent. We'll get some nice holes in it later, maybe some sunny spells. The temperature will reach around 22 possibly even 23 Celsius by the end of the afternoon. Now, as we head towards the end of the afternoon, more cloud comes down from the north. It's quite thick cloud. It's the start of our cold front, which pushes south overnight. Sunsets at 21:23, and this cloud will bring with it maybe one or two spots of rain. Nothing significant, but there will be a spot or two. It will continue moving south overnight and then clear through the early hours of tomorrow morning, leaving clear skies. Minimum temperature 10 Celsius, so still reasonably mild. Sunrises on Thursday at 04.42, and it's going to be Much brighter day tomorrow. Less cloud, more sun, still feeling warm, 21 Celsius, but we've lost the humidity. So it's going to feel a little bit fresher, perhaps a little more manageable. And that's
17: your forecast. Sometimes in life, things don't always go to plan.
19: It worked perfectly for two and a half,
5: three
15: years till two days ago.
24: He should refund me £1,900.
5: Which is where we come in. We managed to get them to agree to come back in to the property on an agreed date.
17: The JVS show takes on your consumer problems.
12: But I've basically lost a whole lot in administration charges.
17: And helps to get to the right solution.
12: I've received
14: a cheque back for £578.
20: Jonathan, I can't thank you enough. I
1: don't know how
17: you do, what you do, you and your team. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine, here on BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. Now.
4: Um, when uh, Lynn Misner's boiler broke down last winter, it gave her a brainwave. She was thinking about people who lived like that all the time. So, she set up her small acts of kindness social enterprise. I don't know what a social enterprise is. What's a social enterprise, Catherine? When you
1: do
7: nice things for nice people. No, no,
4: no, that's small acts of kindness. What's a social enterprise? Social
7: enterprise is, uh, well, it's it's not really a business, is it? It's something that so you do answer, out of the goodness of your, your heart. Your answer
4: to, a, to a, where I'm asking for a definition of something, the answer is it's not really a business. All right, It's not really a shoe. It's
7: an organisation <laughs> designed to do good. There you go. How's that?
4: That's better. Chew on that. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't, you can't see the listener she's actually turned away. <laughs> she said that and is now hanging off the back of her chair, swivelling on it.
7: <laughs> you can <laughs> swivel. <Eddie>. Anyway. <laughs>
4: Anyway, um, you, I'm going to keep your microphone open for this because um, I want you to behave yourself. Anyway, so Lynn set up small acts of kindness. and Oh, oh let's just get Lynn in, shall we, for goodness sakes? Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Reminder, we spoke before, and I'm, re- I'm really sorry. We, you were on, going to be on yesterday, and then the yesterday show kind of went off on a different tangent. So apologies for that. Thank you for coming back today. Remind us what small acts of kindness is, was, and what you were doing.
18: Okay, so small acts of kindness, uh, you're right, is a social enterprise that delivers gifts to older people, mainly in the Watford Three Rivers and Hartsmere and surrounding areas at the moment.
4: And you were, at the the time, you were giving out kind of blankets and um, things to warm up old people who perhaps were struggling a bit in the cold months, is that right?
18: That's right. We were delivering warm-in-winter packs to old people who uh, were struggling to make ends meet in terms of balancing between heating and eating during the winter months. And we were delivering...
4: Yeah. Lynn, just remind, sorry, there's, I'm noticing there's ever such a slight delay on this phone line, which They're is why we're kind of there. stepping over each other. Don't worry. Um, but you know, hey, um, and, and just remind us, how much money were you making for this?
18: Um, we don't make any money from it. We rely completely on donations, either in, ki- uh, in kind of, of goods to go into our warm and winter packs or donations uh, of money, which enable us to buy the goods, at, usually at cost price from the manufacturers.
4: And how often do you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? It was doing it just for the sake of doing it. What was the response from the people that you were helping out?
18: Oh, we've had the most amazing response. It, it's incredible that just a small gesture like that really does make a huge difference to people's lives. Um, we delivered a gift pack did- to an older lady who um, had had phoned me to say that the socks in the pack make- had me- meant that she could actually then go out of the house for the first time in three months.
4: Wow. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it's uh, incredible. So that, you, you've done that, and that's brilliant, um, but you're not leaving it there. What's happening now?
18: No, we're definitely not leaving it there. So... We are in the process of working with both individuals and some organisations such as um, Age UK and Hertfordshire who work with older people to deliver a lot more packs like that over the the winter months this coming winter, starting in September. So uh, anybody who is listening who works with older people who might be interested in partnering with us so that we can deliver straight to people that they know of who need them, that would be great to hear from. Um, But we have a project throughout the rest of the year called Give a Gift. And quite simply, if you know an older person who perhaps is uh, not quite as happy as you think they'd like to be at the moment, then we're quite happy to deliver a gift to them on your behalf to cheer them up. Like what? Well, we delivered an orchid the other day to a lady uh, who'd been nominated um, by her niece. And the lady we delivered to had been bereaved about a year ago and was just finding it very difficult to get out and about and to do get back into the swing of things and we delivered an orchid to her from her niece and we've had the most incredible email back saying what oh, a big difference it made.
7: Lynn, we asked you this last time and I'll ask you it again, how do you know if people actually need your help or they're just uh, you know chancing their arm because I know a lot of people quite like orchids.
18: you're right you don't but i would like to think and so far none of our evidence or research has shown that people are are abusing what we're offering um obviously if we did get to a point where we felt that that was the case then we'd have to review the the process that we we use but at the moment it's not means tested Mm -hmm. we don't ask any questions and that is actually for a lot of people um the difference between asking for help and opening the door to getting involved with other activities now when
4: when you say "link," you um When you say you delivered an orchid, where would you get the orchid from?
18: Uh, It was, we have had donations from organisations and they give us the gifts, so, um, yes.
7: That's great. I mean, I suppose it's their lookout if they're going to abuse something that's supposed to be just, you know, well-meaning. But I guess if you're having deliveries at the same place every week, you start to get suspicious. (laughs) yes Uh, i think i might i certainly might be a bit cynical about that but we have a website now uh,
18: smallactsofkindness.co.uk and if somebody wants us to deliver a gift they have to fill out a form via the website so uh, we get a bit a a feel for what's going on really
7: so remind us where you cover again because you're branching out aren't you Yes, we work mainly at the moment in Watford, the Three Rivers and
18: Hartsmere, and any areas surrounding there. At the moment, our main limitations are the amount of money that we have in terms of uh, donations to then deliver gifts and physically volunteers to deliver the gifts out to people. So as we grow, then the the area we work in will grow too.
4: I'm just looking at the website. Uh, People can donate via PayPal if they want to slip you a few quid. I'm sure you'd be... uh, How does it work in terms of people donating gifts and things?
18: Um, We'd ask them to get in touch with us, to give us a call. Um, Obviously, we don't want to be inundated with things we can't use because there are lots of other organisations out there who might be able to use them, but certainly contents for our warm and winter packs, so blankets, hats, gloves, scarves, um, mugs drinks and we have a new project called celebrate christmas which will be running over the winter period which will include an advent calendar and a selection of small gifts we've uh, found that a lot of older people have stopped counting down to christmas because they've got nothing really to
4: look forward to Lynn, listen, uh, keep doing the good work and, and thank, you. thank you. You know, I really, I. I it, it's good that there are people, I'm kind of scratching my head because it's so unusual to find somebody doing something so selfless. Um, and isn't that sad that, that, you know, that's where my mind is going? Smallactsofkindness.co.uk. You can also, you're on Twitter as well, aren't you? I can see, at smallkindact. We are, yeah,
18: small kind act,
4: yes, Brilliant. All right, Lynn, listen, nice to talk to you and we'll speak again. And you, thank,
18: thank you. Thank you very much.
4: Ta-ta, what a nice lady. What a nice lady and what a loud printer. It really is. What but a loud printer. Isn't
7: it funny, though, how we're... S- it- Instantly suspicious yeah, of yeah, just yeah, of kindness.
4: Course. Oh, of course we're so we we are programmed um, uh, to not really uh, kind of appreciate it.
7: I certainly, am as a journo, cynical. Is a what? As a journo. What's that? Journalist. In my uh, <laughs> in our newsroom when I was All at right, um, when, right. no, when I was at journalism on. college, there was oh. a massive sign on the wall that said "Be cynical, very cynical."
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm cynical of your claim that you're a journalist.
7: Well, apparently you, you're one now. I heard you build. Uh, where was that? It, you know. was it online or was it in a newspaper I never
4: bill myself as that I don't bill myself as a. As a, 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 a I build myself as a broadcaster with a small b because that's a bit lazy and doesn't mean that I'm not a comedian I'm not a DJ I'm not certainly not a journalist I haven't got any journalistic skills just an Ian. I'm just a geezer I'm just a geezer doing the best he can with a, a, a phone-in show where there's a delay on the phone line. That's
7: all. <laughs> I thought people sounded a little bit awkward today. Is that, isn't it? Yeah. There's a slight delay. It's like talking to Mars. Uh, well,
4: and here's, here's what I'm going to do compens- uh, to compensate for it. I'm just going to plough on with the yeah. thing. So it's going to sound like, guys, that I'm being a bit rude and talking over people. There's a half a second uh, delay. I'm just going to have to. I'm just going to have to plough through. Otherwise, it'll be. Oh no! No, you. No, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take control of the reins. Hey, th- th- that makes sense. It's a phone-in, you know, yeah. primarily a phone-in uh, station. Let's put a delay let's put a delay on the phone line to so make it even easier for the host to communicate with the caller. Great yeah. stuff.
7: Hey, we've got some Texas if you want to yeah, uh, communicate I'd, with I'd the texts. Yeah, I'd love some. Is
4: there a delay on the Texas? No, they're
7: coming through bright and easy. Bright and easy? That's not even a thing. Evan Luton, bloke up the shop for me, put 10, Morning lotto Everard. Tickets, but t- 10 lotto tickets in everyone's Christmas cards and my sister-in-law won 25000 Pounds. Hang on who put the lotto
4: who put, who did this
7: bloke at the shop for from me put 10 lotto tickets in everyone's christmas card I
4: don't believe that story
7: Well i wonder whether what he's saying is
4: I don't believe the story, Everard. I'm sorry, mate. You're saying... Right, first, well, it was a guy in the shop, like in the newsagents, yeah. did it? Right. Well, that's weird. And I would hand it back to him and say, I don't want any of this nonsense. And with the greatest of respect, I do not believe your sis won 25 grand. I don't believe... What did she spend it on?
7: I know someone who won a lot of money on a scratch card.
4: I don't believe that either.
7: It happened... How much? A couple of hundred grand.
4: What did they buy with it? Divorce. Here we go. <laughs> Any other Texas? Yes.
7: Yeah. Uh, suffragettes got very attached to buildings, says Snuffers. Hey, don't, knock, don't knock it.
4: Snuffers. We can make jokes about that now. It was over. It was about a hundred years ago.
7: People did die, though. But, yeah, but uh,
4: still, I mean.
7: I think they fought for the right for you to joke about them.
4: Exactly. We. If listen, if uh, if um, uh, um, uh, Emma um, Bankhurst hadn't jumped. Emily Pankhurst. In front of that mm. horse, then who knows who would have run that race? Good point, well made. Thanks very much indeed. 03459 four double five, five double five.
5: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M25 is looking busy anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. The A41 is also slow southbound from the hemel Hempstead turn off towards the M25 Junction 20 at Kings Langley. And in Watford on Lower High Street it's looking slow on the speed sensors around the Bushy Arches and Pinner Road. In Wendover on the A413 it's looking slow between Nashley Road and London Road and on the train departure to towards the 807 train from Hartford North to Moorgate has been cancelled. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Sammy Thank you very much There's another hour of this nonsense to go Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Don't forget the new phone number 03459 four double five five double five. I think I've got that right I don't think I've got it wrong once today I've got the buttons wrong, yeah And maybe the tone completely wrong But um, the phone number, spot on Primo, another hour of this We'll speak after the news with Simon
1: and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock, the headlines round continues over Aylesbury Children's Home, cyclists seriously injured in Wellingarden City and task force to tackle homelessness in Milton Keynes. BBC
1: Three Counties Radio.
0: Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Liberal Democrats Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say there have been over 100 incidents at sites in the past decade. More from Ben Nye.
2: Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people to recover from the psychological impact of abuse, neglect and trauma. However, councillors Steve Lambert and Stuart Jarvis say they feel sorry for the residents and that the incidents have to stop. The director of Benjamin UK, Claudette Desell, says that she will not allow politics to interfere with their work.
0: Police in Wellingarden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening. It happened at around 6pm on the A1000 Chequers at the junction near to Ascot's Lane. A black Ford Fiesta being driven by a 39-year-old woman from Wellingarden City was in collision with the 28-year-old male cyclist. He was taken to the Royal London Hospital with serious injuries. The road was closed for around three hours. Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness which has doubled since 2011-12 from 500 to over 1,000 applications received by the council in the last year. Bed and breakfast bills this year amount to £1.5 million compared to just over £80,000 in 2009-10. Chris Williams is the Labour councillor in charge of housing.
11: It's taken a long time because until last year the government didn't really release uh, funding to, make, uh, to give us an incentive um, to make it possible for us to actually seriously look at how to increase housing in Milton Keynes.
0: The charity says the number of sexual offences against children increased by more than a third in the year to April 2014. Figures compiled by the NSPCC show that on average, 85 incidents were recorded by police every day. Over the year, there were 285 incidents in Bedfordshire, 857 in Hertfordshire and nearly 1,500 in the Thames Valley, which includes Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. Chris Evans is to be the new lead presenter of Top Gear. He takes over the role from Jeremy Clarkson, whose contract wasn't renewed by the BBC after he hit a producer. Quentin Wilson, who's presented Top Gear in the past, says it will be a, says it will change a lot with Chris Evans at the wheel.
19: This is really good news for everybody because it means Top Gear is going to be top re- reinvented. It's not going to be a pastiche of the same. We're not going to get boys behaving badly. Uh, which is really, really dated uh, for another um, 10 years, we're going to get something fresh and different.
0: In sport, the fixtures for the new football season are announced at 9 o'clock this morning with Watford in the Premier League and Milton Keynes-Dons starting their first season in the Championship. Luton-Stevenage and Wickham remain in League Two. The weather, warm and sunny, but with rain this evening, a maximum temperature 22 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash 3 counties Thank you very much, Simon Oxley. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC
4: Three Counties Radio. Where's the sun going? The sun's going. It's going. Correction. It's gone. Busy show this morning. Um, talking about homeless. The uh, shelter for kids. Um, well, some Lib Dem councillors want to um, want to. Um, Close it down, really. There's got to be a better way of dealing with any of the problems that might be taking place there. These are kids. Can you be attached to a building? Oh, and I mean, if you do the lottery, I'm not, I refuse to call it the lotto. I'm not Spanish. If you do the lottery. You know you're an idiot, right? That's an idiot's tax. They're taxing the dumb. 03459 four double five five double five. Every time so far. Yet when I go to the other place, I say
5: this number. Isn't it
1: funny?
4: 81333, start your text, 3CR.
1: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. let Avenue. having you. Ah, uh, oh,
4: 03459 455555 five, double five is the phone number. Now, a care home for uh, vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury says it's shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people to recover from abuse, neglect, and trauma. let you just say that again a place for young people to recover from abuse, neglect, and trauma. Hmm. But Liberal Democrat councillors say kids living there are making their neighbours' lives a misery with more than 100 antisocial incidents in the past decade. Um, Let's speak to Duncan Sharkey, who's the Director of Place hmm, at Milton Keynes Council. Uh, Good morning, Duncan. Good morning. Director of Place, what on earth does that mean?
25: Well, it's, it's a new title for the council. It's becoming a bit more common in councils across the country. But I think we all know local government's been at the front of the national efficiency drive to reduce costs across the public sector. What that means is Milton Keynes Council has a much smaller management structure than it used to have. We have brought together a whole range of services, which I'm responsible for. And In this case, place means all of the things that really make the place what it is. It's about housing, it's about planning, it's about highways doesn't, and transportation. It doesn't really mean,
4: it's, a, it's, a, it's a, one of those kind of silly made-up titles, isn't it? That I'm sure it's a very important role, of course it is, but it's just director of place, uh, it, you know, it doesn't It doesn't really give away much, does it?
25: Uh, it? I think it's going to take some time to get into the lexicon for people. It's one of those where if we had people to actually manage everything and what everyone did, the name could be on the tin, we possibly do that. But with fewer and fewer people in the management structure, actually we go got to aggregate things together that comes out with three directors at the council right now. Um, and why have you joined Milton Keynes Council? Uh, well, I think it's just a huge amount of opportunity. You know, obviously I saw the job advertised. It was a good salary. It's an opportunity for me, and you know, I really wanted to get involved in somewhere that lots of interesting things to do, lots of opportunities, lots of things to do that matter to people.
4: Um, and you, you do get paid quite a bit of money—hundred forty thousand pounds, according to reports. Do you, do you know how to deal with the homelessness crisis?
25: Uh, We've got some ideas we're working on. I will not say I've got every single answer there is, but, you know, I'm working with colleagues. I think we've just been speaking to one of our councillors responsible and, you know, we've got some ideas which are going to bring forward. But I think the issue for us in the homelessness crisis is it's a national crisis. We've got to make sure our response in Milton Keynes is good. We've got to make sure people get the homes they need. But at the end of the day, I think you said it yourself earlier, it's about making sure we treat people, respect and look after the most vulnerable And what we need to do is make sure where we don't have the housing supply to actually house people when they need it. There are other mechanisms. Right now we use B&Bs. I think we prefer not to do that. We're looking to see what we can do to make sure people have better and more options in the future.
4: I, I, I realised as soon as uh, I, I started reading it, but I was unable to stop it. I, of course, re- read out completely the wrong introduction to you. I, we're talking about the homelessness problem in Milton Keynes. It is, um, it's terrible. You
25: did have me slightly worried on that one. Yeah, I know, it? I know, and I'm
4: so, I'm so sorry. It, listen, it's, it's a complete... I know, well done for, for not hanging up and, and running in a panic. It's because it's a new studio, I'm looking at the wrong screens and, and someone's made a massive boo-boo, but it doesn't matter. It, we're talking about the homelessness problem in Milton Keynes. Uh, it's massive, isn't it? H- what are you going to do?
25: Well... Th- It's massive in terms of what it's costing. Um, In terms of the actual numbers, it doesn't really matter how big the numbers are because every single case we deal with is a person or a family who needs some help. And even if it's just one person, it's just as important if it's more. But the big issue for us is we've got to get more supply in. Over the last 10 years or so, we're nearly 900 houses in terms of affordable houses created. And I appreciate people don't always get what that term means. Or about 900 houses down over the last 10 years and what we thought we needed to actually keep the, up with supply and the, the demand effectively. Um, so we've just got fewer houses in the system that we can put people into than we actually need right now. So we're looking to see how we can increase the supply we've got, whether that's through using our own stock, whether that's through looking at private at sector stock, whether that's about creating more houses. There's a whole set of things we're going to have to do to try and get supply up. The trouble with housing, the reason we try and predict things in advance is saying we need 1,000 extra houses today doesn't help because we can't do that. So we need to be working a few years ahead. And with the economic crisis and some changes in national policy, it's been really difficult to keep up with um, delivering that supply.
4: How many new houses are you going to build and when are you going to build them? I guess is kind of the, the, the very basic question.
25: Well, the council's already trying to build 100 houses and we've got some of those on site now and we're going to keep going with that. And we've aspirations to build more. But actually, not the most straightforward thing for councils to build houses, a lot of supply we use for affordable housing to help people who are in need actually comes through a percentage of all housing built, which is given back through the council and registered social landlords so we can nominate nominate people to live into those properties. And Milton Keynes is good at generating that supply. But even then, over the last 10 years, the number of houses built collectively has dropped off against what we thought we needed to actually meet these problems.
4: Um, listen, I'm going to ask really naive, dumb questions, and uh, I, I hope you'll indulge me and, and, and kind of bat them back as you need to. But it just seems to me if you've got a massive problem where there's not enough houses, you know, build
25: build more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And you're answer. saying
4: you're going to build, there's 100, you've got plans to build 100. Well, you know, that ain't nothing, is it, compared to the size of the problem?
25: It's not going to meet the need, and actually what we need to build, according to the modelling we've got, and you know, I emphasise it is only modelling, yeah. we need to actually keep building at a very substantial rate, somewhere around 600 a year, not just what the council builds, but yeah. what becomes available to us every year to keep up with where demand is going. And, yeah, you know, we can't build at that rate. We don't have the finances to build at that rate. We need to see what the private sector is building and what we can uh, secure out of that mechanism, and we need to look at other mechanisms as well, such as using the private rented sector, and working with charities, voluntary organisations, just trying to make sure we've got all sorts of things in the mix that meet that need.
4: OK. All right, Duncan, listen, I appreciate you hanging around, even though I, you, you, I, I don't <laughs> put fear into you. Uh, and uh, we'll speak again, I'm sure. Thanks for your time. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Duncan Sharkey, Director of Place. Sounds like a decent bloke. I don't get the job title. I don't get it. Oh, dear. It's... Uh, oh, dear. Anyway, thank you, Duncan. 03459 four double five five double five.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. So... I don't
4: understand why... um, Oh, John Hurt's got pancreatic cancer. That's sad, isn't it? I don't understand why um, uh, the the front-page stories are are all filled up with um, Chris Evans' millionaire gets another well-paid job. Uh, uh, Chris Evans doing the top gear. Does anyone... Oh, and there was a brilliant, Michelle Obama. So Michelle Obama's over here, right? And she was at some um, uh, school, I'm going to say, Tower Hamlets. Yeah. She was at the Mulberry Girl- School for Girls in Tower Hamlets yesterday. And there was a speech, right? There was the speech where um, she's saying, well, you're probably wondering, girls, what I'm doing here. It's because you inspire me. Your girls inspire me. You're the future and you really inspire me. I thought, Flip it, that's powerful. That's That's heartfelt. Then after that, she got whisked off to have lunch with um, uh, 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 Prince William and uh, his, his missus as well. You think, well, hang on a minute. How inspirational are they? You're she- do- the real reason you're there, Michelle, but what she should have been saying is, I'm here for a photo opportunity. I'm going to look really good in these photos tomorrow.
7: And that's why I'm here to talk to you girls. She does a lot of stuff with young girls in, uh, hey, in America, hey, she? We no, don't know that. To inspire and empower. That's one mean, of sorry, the big things. Yeah. 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 So well, um, well,
4: yeah, well, yeah, she does a lot of things for photo opportunities. I mean, a girl's
7: got to eat. She's got to go and eat somewhere. She's not going to go to McDonald's. If Wills and Kate have offered the invitation, you've got to go.
4: Uh, look look but uh i just i just think you know uh, uh here we go call the coppers this is now this is one of those stories where i o- already the uh, the beginning of the story makes you think this isn't the story this isn't the story call the coppers police turn up when mum tries to pay 25 pence of her bus fare in small change that's not what the police are called no. up for the dr- i Do you think the, it kicked off the driver wouldn't let well look at her it kicked off the driver <laughs> the, the, the driver got stroppy and she kicked off a bus driver has been branded a grumpy jobs worth no my sympathy is with the bus driver yeah okay he should have taken the cho- I didn't think
7: you, you can't could, take money can you I didn't I, was about to say, I didn't think you
4: could pay on buses anymore uh, by a pa- by a passenger who was told she couldn't pay her fare in small change Police were called when Laura Pulley refu- refused to get off the bus. Oh, i there you go. I've had standoffs with bus drivers where I've refused to get off the bus. Didn't you end up standing in front of the bus as well? i stood in front of a bus and I've been held hostage by a bus driver.
7: It was the same bus driver, wasn't it?
4: Uh, no, actually, this was different. The, oh. the, the guy that I stood in front of, I've had several incidents with him, yeah. He held the whole bus hostage, that guy. But when I was held hostage on my own and was driven at breakneck speed and was unable to evacuate the bus, I had to push the emergency button and jump out of a moving <laughs> bus. That was a different bus driver. I was a younger. I don't think I've
7: had a bus driver debacle since I was
4: at school. I hate bus. Uh, let me, you let know me, the bat! off. Let me correct. I I I um, intensely dislike bus drivers. I don't hate them. I just have got no respect. I mean, some for of them are alright. Some of
7: them are dudes.
4: No, they're not. I saw some of them are. I saw a bus driver. Rolling a spliff—that's a drug cigarette—for you guys out there. While he was, while we were driving along the road, people were going, he was in London, t- tapping their oyster cards. Aye, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's rolling, and then as he's driving along, he's still rolling. Him. Put that in his pocket for I mean, later. Save I,
7: it for a rainy day, I'm honestly. All, I'm all for multitasking, but that takes the mick, doesn't it? The standoff
4: ended only when an officer covered part of the cost with a silver five-pence coin, allowing Miss Pulley and her four-year-old daughter Lola to begin their journey.
7: Hang on a minute. So now the police are paying people's bus fare? Um, no, no. Like they had no money. No,
4: we're paying people's bus fare. Aren't that that just... five-pence come out of us. Miss Pulley, 35, said, It's absolutely ridiculous. I'd counted out the correct fare, but he wouldn't accept it. Just because of a few coppers. Well, a few coppers. He did. Ex- There's a joke there about a few. Co- they did accept a few coppers. A few. A few coppers did pay the bus fare. She did pay in coppers. In coppers and coppers Just one with a five p. The coppers came. She. He did accept the coppers money at the end of the day. He. At the end when it push came to shove, coppers. Coppers. Copper.
26: It used to be. I'd say a few years back or a year ago, it used to who, be quite bad. Who, who, on,
4: who well, on earth lady, are you? God, what on earth are you, woman? Blimey.
5: I think I meant to play this. Coppers. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. A40 heading into London is looking really slow from the M40 at the Denham Roundabout all the way in towards Acton on the A41 southbound at Hemel Hempstead there are delays towards London from the Hemel Hempstead turn off towards the M25 at Junction 20 for Kings Langley and in Watford on Beach and Grove that's very busy around Escort Road also looking at the motorways the A1M is slow from Junction 3 for St Albans towards South Hatfield and on the M1 it's busy southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne on the Trained Parchboards there are no major delays Showing up at the moment, Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Thank you very much, Sammy. It is um, what time is it? Eight sixteen. It is um, what date is it? What day is it, Jonathan? It's Wednesday. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate your input at this um, particularly trying time. These are your <laughs> headlines on BBC Three <laughs> Counties Radio. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Police in Welland Garden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening A Milton Keynes councillor set up a special task force to tackle... <sighs> ..homelessness. The bed that I need isn't there, so we'll just stop it. Oh, yeah. well, that was slick. Oh, that's, that's, that's. Listen, one thing um, I am, Jonathan, is slick. Yes, that's very true. Or at true. least something that rhymes with slick, that's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see you. Well, it's nice to see you. Look, it's warm in this studio. It's, it's too lo- hot. Oh, it's too hot. No, it's, I've it's, got a headache. I've it, got a headache. I'm sweating, seriously. Really? Yeah, I can't stand being in a warm studio. I've got oh. a headache and I'm sweating. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Is there anything right?
17: <laughs> I hate it. But anyway, you know. see there you go. You were talking yesterday, weren't you? About no. you know, oh, I don't understand why you why you're down in the dumps. I don't understand why it's sad to leave this horrible old oh, building. It was, it was a dump. It was, it, well, it was, wasn't it?
4: It was a grotty building. It was our home for I'd 30 prefer, years. I tell you what would have, I would, have, would have made it perfect, right? Yeah. Is if we'd have moved here and they'd have brought all the old beautiful, beautiful equipment with us instead of trying to improve it and actually making things, I don't know, but I think a little that, bit worse. That might have defeated the purpose. Well, we'd have still had the lovely building. We'd still have had a view of a man urinating out there. <laughs> 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 You wait until. If you, if you upset anybody, you, you remember
17: yeah. that cut that. Well, do you know, I asked yesterday and I yeah. was very, very reassured with the. They've had bulletproof and bomb proof glass Good. installed near where I sit. Good. Good. Thank goodness. They, they, these have the same people that did your car. I've, I've upset a lot of
4: people. Well, I was going to say, yes. remember that garage that was going to expose you as being um, a sexual pervert? Yes. Yes.
17: Yes. <laughs> That's They're, one of my favourite things. We're. we're, we're there are a team of yeah. bodyguards now in Dunstable. Well, have, you, have you seen security looking out for snipers yeah. hiding <laughs> behind those trees in the park? Uh, but I just people could still make a mess on that window
4: in all manner of ways. <laughs> yeah, so just not the
17: first time. Just maybe tone it down ever so slightly. I'm worried right. oh, about you. Oh
4: gosh, I'm worried about you.
17: And I'm in the window. I'm in the shop window. Yeah, I know. You're you're uh, you're on display. Yeah, if you're listening, do pop along, wave at me. Just yeah, just don't wave a revolver or anything like <laughs> yes, that. Just be careful. What, What's on your show this morning? <laughs> well, coming up on the big phone in this morning, it is, as you've already mentioned this morning, it's one of the biggest stories around today. Do you think Chris Evans is the right man to replace Clarkson on Top Gear? He said he hadn't been asked to do it. And he ruled himself out, but Chris Evans has now been announced as the new host of Top Gear. The BBC Radio presenter and former host of TFI Friday has signed a contract keeping him on the show for the next three years. Well, Evans is known as a car collector and an enthusiast, but his appointment has not been welcomed by everyone, with some on Twitter saying they'll not watch the show and they'll wait for the next Clarkson programme somewhere else instead. Well, Mm. from Nine this morning, I'd like your reaction to this. Do you think Chris Evans is the right man to replace Clarkson on Top Gear? Do you think the BBC have pulled a masterstroke in securing him? I
4: don't you ask, is this to me now? Because no, now we've got talking, direct eye contact. Yeah,
17: I'm talking to your listeners. OK, so you could look away when you're talking to the listener. When you're talking to I, me, I, you look at me. I, Otherwise, it gets confusing. I, I don't know what I, you're doing. I'd love to hear from you on 0845. You're looking at me when
4: you said that. <laughs> you looked at me when you said you'd oh, love to look, hear from me. Look, they
17: put the wrong phone number on my, on my thing. Give Tim a slap. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. I know it is. 03459 four double You're looking at me. Okay, this this is you've the... got a funny face. Oh. It's harsh but fair. i so I've told Simon, because <laughs> Simon Oxley does the news
4: in here now. Yeah. Very strict rules. I said, Simon, no eye contact, yeah. no blowing off, and no trousers on. Uh and he's adhering to two of those rules. Two. Two.
17: Which which of the two he's adhering well, to? Well, let's let's just say you can hear
4: him unzipping as he comes in. <laughs>
17: Does he leave them at the door? Yes, he
4: does. He hands oh, them to Kath.
17: Poor Simon.
4: Um, uh, we, and we need to because normally we're a little bit side on when we do our, our bits. And this is—we are—we are face to face. We're having a face off here. This nice is nice, though. It's f- nice. I though. feel like I should be giving you a good grilling.
17: You look younger from from this angle, actually.
4: I had Botox yesterday after the show. Did you? Yes, I did.
17: <laughs> have you really had Botox, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I'm not averse. <laughs> I'm not averse to that. Not in my face. You are, jet Where have you?
1: Uh oh. Yeah. Does
4: it work?
17: Nick Coffer on BBC
9: Three Counties Radio. The book is all about how you can use nature to make walking a detective game. There's no cost to spending um, 10 minutes looking at all this stuff. Three mums from Hertfordshire have uh, got something a little bit different planned. Uh, This weekend they're walking 100
0: kilometres.
1: We've done lots of training and we're aiming to complete it within 24 hours. Nick Coffer.
9: Is
3: that a maze in front of your house? It's called a parterre. It's a parterre, is it?
1: (laughs) I planted it myself
18: with 540 plants. So I know it's a part. Uh...
14: Award-winning uh, Milton Keynes sports journalist Mike Calvin has written Gareth Thomas's autobiography. I've got to think what you think,
17: I've got to see what you see, I've got to hear what you hear. And that will be an inherently painful
9: process.
1: Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC yeah, 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 Three yeah, Counties
9: yeah.
4: Radio. Such a sweet, 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 sweet sound. I'm loving the sound, it's so sweet. Go away! OK, if you insist, I will. So she, it wasn't a case of of the, if you read on the story, as I suspected, it was a complete overreaction. He was being a jobsworth, says uh, this woman, Laura Pulley. The incident happened. Oh, no, we go. I was close to tears um, and was about to step off the bus when I just thought, no money is money. So I decided to stand up to him. I t- excuse me. I told him I wasn't going to move, so he turned off the engine and got out to call the police. Uh, you know, she kind of kicked off. But I, I can see both sides of the stories. What are you doing? What's going on?
7: Just every time we touch the desk at all, you hear boom, boom, boom on my microphone. Boom, boom, boom. Just wanted to say it's not me, it's Kelly. Boom,
4: boom, boom. Um, I'm trying to
1: signal test Justin, but I can't with
4: the microphone on. Well. we
7: are going to have to work that one out, Kelly. You're
4: going to have to work that one out, new Kelly. New studio,
7: new strategy. You guys can work
4: that out. Well, no, the boffins can work it out, you know. It's another thing to add to the list. Catherine, have we got any texts? Yeah, we
7: have. Got some very interesting ones. Andrew says, read the first lady visited to the school.
11: Visited to the school.
7: Why wasn't there any British kids being interviewed, I ask myself? All the girls in the studio were Muslims. No, hang on. No, 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 no. They were were British. Mm.
4: Oh, I see. You mean white girls. Why were there no white girls? Ah, OK. Well, it's in Tower Hamlets, mate. I don't know if you've been to Tower Hamlets. The ratio of white faces to different coloured faces. Uh, you know, it's Tower Hamlets, mate. What's your problem? Should we
7: read the rest? Maybe it's justifiable. I don't know. Is this what the rest of the world now see of us? I realise you won't broadcast my text, as you certainly would not want to upset people. It's a sore subject with me and many people I've spoken to.
4: Phone them up and see if Andrew. they want... Andrew, Andrew, come on. Phone Andrew up, see if Andrew wants All to right, come I've on to discuss number. it, because I don't get what the problem is. It's Tower Hamlets. There's quite a big Asian community in Tower Hamlets. I can see some white faces in that photo. And guess what colour a Michelle Obama is? Anyone? Why did we not get a white first lady? Why have we got a black first lady?
7: (laughs) Why, you know? Yeah, we've had a few white first ladies, like uh, every single one before this. Every single one before
4: this. Gosh, is this what we're seeing of America now? It's just, hey, listen, man, what's your problem? I, and, you, you know, they're English girls. They're young English girls. And guess what? Then, she went, then after that, she went to the most white English family of all time, the royal family. So, well, I don't know.
7: They're half German, aren't they?
4: Well, yeah, I, I suppose so. I suppose so. Oh, I don't know. Any other Texas? Yeah. Go on. Uh,
7: bus driver Jay's upset. Uh, Ian he doesn't like bus drivers. I'm shocked. LOL, not really. <laughs> Thanks, bus driver Jay.
4: Uh, I, I, I don't like you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with the impact that has on your life.
7: Suzanne, oh, she's one of those feminists. Uh oh. Big up the sisters. There we go. Dear Ian, it wasn't Emily Pankhurst who died under the hooves of the King's horse, it was Emily Davidson, Suzanne. So, is what you're saying, Suzanne, it's all right to laugh at Emily Pankhurst?
4: think so
21: I think, I, think, I
14: think
4: that's what she's saying
14: morning just hey good morning boss I tell you what the vibe on the streets it's turned it's changed hey, it really thing? really has well uh, you sent me out earlier on to talk about the national lottery mm. uh, big story today um, the chances of winning the jackpot at the moment are one in four it was one to 14 million 14 it's million be, to yeah. one is if it's one to yeah. 14
4: million yeah. I'd be in there like a <laughs> shot 14 million, million to, one. to one yeah it's
14: going to go up to 45 okay so your chances yeah. are going to be completely slashed you sent me out on the streets you're going to hear the audio later on, people, and I promise you, I promise you, some people on the streets this morning, they can't even
4: speak about it because they are lost for words. They are that I angry. Can, can someone phone up, right, and let oh three four five nine four double five five double five, five, five? I've not got the number wrong once. I can't me, work doesn't. the studio, Justin, but I can't. I, I've got not got the number wrong once. Can someone phone up and tell me where's the pleasure? On giving two quid to a shopkeeper? (laughs) For for
14: nothing? Where's the pleasure? You are going to hear from somebody later
4: on who spends
14: £32 a week on the National Lottery. He's won hardly anything. And... In actual fact, this move, which is coming in in October, it comes into place, this might be a good thing, because some people are now going to be refusing to play the game, but no. they're refusing to play because, oh, it's going up. Well, you've won nothing in two no. years, spending 32 quid a week. They won't.
4: They won't. Do you remember when it went up from one quid to two quid? Yeah. And lo- yeah. Everyone's going, well, I'm not playing. I think we sent you out on the streets, didn't we? Yeah, people remember- again were furious. Yes. well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they are. They're, they're all the same number of people, if not more, are playing it when it went up in
14: price. I mean, it fascinates me well, what people get angry about. If you went onto the streets and you said, OK, um, there's going to be a bus lane going in here, how do you feel about that? Oh, no problem there at all. When it comes to the National Lottery, people are absolutely livid. There is fury
4: on the streets. The vibe has changed. You'll hear that report before nine. Hey, listen to this tweet, Justin. Now, is this mm. genuine or sarcastic? Mm. It's from Lino. Right? I know you have beef with from time to time.
14: Yeah.
4: yeah, we do, yeah. Hey, Kate, are you guys in the new studio... I've got to say, the transition is seamless. All of Ian Lee's training has obviously paid off. <laughs> now, is that genuine or is that sarcasm?
14: Uh, uh, um, he occasionally abuses me on Twitter, that guy. Uh, yes, there is beef there, but uh, he's being uh, sarcastic there. Because I can assure you.
4: Speak to you a bit later on. Is he being sarcastic, Catherine Boyle? Hello. Nah. Nah, I don't know. I, can anybody... If you, do you, you don't You do do the lottery, do you? No, do I, Eck? Because two quid a week, That's no one does one. Two quid a week, that's... That's eight quid. That's eight quid a month. That's that's the, a minimum of ninety-two quid a year. All right, minimum of ninety-two quid a year. That's a hundred. Right, hundred quid a year. Let's. Uh, I'll have that. Just yeah. give it to me, and just I'll give you some scraps it, of
7: paper. So like people stop smoking, and they put the money they would have spent in a jar. Do that for the lottery. Yeah, you, you'll feel like you've won the lottery.
4: So t- honestly, if you do the lottery, can you phone me up and just tell me where the pleasure is? Sure, if you're the bloke that's won ninety-three million quid, there's the pleasure. But. Y- you're not. You're not. You'll have won. You'll have won a hundred quid tops, and over the twenty odd years of it going on, you- you'll have spent thousands. And
7: also, don't kid yourself. There's a strategy. I've been stuck behind. I remember being stuck behind this bloke at the paper shop, and he was going through the roll, saying, "No, I don't want that one. I want that one that's oh. third up from the bottom." Oh. It makes no difference. It's a gamble. It
4: makes me want to puke.
5: Oh, three, four, five, nine, four double five, five double five.
8: There are delays on the A40 into London from the M40 at the Denham roundabout towards Acton. On the A41 southbound in Hemel Hempstead, it's busy from the Two Waters Road at the Hemel Hempstead turn off towards the M25. And on the M25 itself, anti clockwise, it's busy from junction 18 for Chorleywood to 16 for the M40. The A1M is also looking very busy southbound from junction 3 for St Albans and towards St South Hatfield. And the M1 is busy southbound 2 from junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne. Samantha
0: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. Police in Wellingarden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening. The number of alleged sexual offences against children recorded by police has risen by more than a third in a single year and Milton Keynes Council has set up a special task force to tackle homelessness. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The fixtures for the new football season are announced at nine o'clock this morning with Watford in the Premier League and Milton Keynes Dons starting their first season in the Championship. Luton, Stevenage and Wickham remain in League Two. Elsewhere, Chelsea are on the verge of agreeing a one-season loan deal for Radimel Falcao from Monaco. Falcao spent last season on loan at Manchester United. And at the Women's World Cup in Canada, victory for England against Colombia will see them reach the last 16 of the competition tonight. But coach Mark Sampson says it's potentially their toughest game so far.
25: Everyone's talking about the results they've achieved so far. we have forgotten they picked up a, a very credible draw against a good Mexican team and obviously beating an exceptional French team. But... We're aware of what challenge we face, we're facing a team who can oppose a huge physical threat and the players will be ready for that.
0: Andy Murray made a winning start to his grass court season with a straight sets win over qualifier Yen Sun Liu at Queen's Club yesterday. Murray will play Spain's Fernando Verdasco in round two, but Rafael Nadal suffered a shock first round exit. And England's cricketers play the fourth one day international against New Zealand at Trent Bridge today. The tourists lead the five match series 2-1, but England batsman Alex Hales says there's a good team spirit in their squad. Most of the guys here,
9: you know, have been through
0: age group cricket academies or the
17: e. PP programs and stuff, so we all know each other pretty well, and there's, there's a great atmosphere in this dressing room. Since I've been a part of the squad, we've always spoke about playing with no fear, and and, and and you know, spoken a lot behind the scenes. But now we're actually going out there and doing it, and you know, we've shown that we do have the talent around to match the best teams
0: in the world. BBC Three Counties News and sports. The next full bulletin is at nine. Um, are you sure you got nothing else? Um, that that you that was very sudden. Finish, Simon. I, more fixture fixture news at nine o'clock. New fixtures out for the football season. I know you'll be, um, you know, a gog with interest. I'm going to be new I'm, football season. You're
4: going to be doing that on the radio. I'll be
0: telling you who. Well, you I'm going
4: to be listening out there, and I'm going to get a pen and paper and
0: I write it all down. Can you give us any any hints? No, not allowed. to. I'd have to. I'd be taken out and shot. I'm afraid. Oh, it
4: makes it even more tempting. <laughs> oh, hang on now, I can't. Oh, blimey, hang on, hang on. Let me do that again. And then you laugh. Ooh, makes it even more tempting.
5: <laughs>
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and
5: bucks. This is you see,
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. It's the home of Bantz. Thank you, Simon. It's the home of Bantz, isn't it?
4: 03459 four double five five double five. Good news, we found the cat you lost 18 years ago. Bad news, she's being put down. Well, if you'd lost a cat 18 years ago, you kind of expect it to be dead, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? When Laura Rennie last saw her cat, she'd been, hang on a minute, 18 years? That's old for a cat. When Laura Rennie um, last saw her cat, sorry, I'm laughing at something I was going to say and then I censored myself.
7: Wow, that's rare.
4: Yeah, I know, but it was funny, but it was a bit too harsh. Okay. When Laura Rennie last saw her cat, she'd been little more than a kitten. She was stunned to be told that the pet she lost 18 years ago had been found. Toby the tabby had been handed into a rescue center near her home but as miss Rennie 39 look forward to seeing her again <laughs> <What's this? laughs> oh dear I haven't got any sad music so I'm gonna have to make it um no coldplay no I haven't got any of that nonsense don't worry I'm gonna look at ways of, of, of solving that problem later on today um so uh okay well this is the this is the saddest thing I've got hang on I mean, this is the this is the this is the closest I've got to okay. um, to it. Okay. But as Miss Rennie, 39, looks forward to seeing her again, vets told her they decided to put Toby down <gasps> and couldn't wait the 20 minutes so she could pop along and say goodbye. <laughs> oh, that's harsh, isn't it?
7: But hang on, where would Toby been for the last 18 years? Surely that's the owner. That's I'm, the real owner.
4: I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Toby told them. Let's read on. <laughs> Vets at the Scottish Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Oh, the SSPCA. They have to get their own one, don't they? What, we do not want your Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to the wee ones? We want our own one, the Scottish one. Will
7: be treating the kitten? Let me just check it's meow. If it sounds like an English one, we'll send it back over the border. If it's an English one, I'm going to put it in a haggis and have it for me daytime treaty. That's a meeting. That's what it sounds like in those meetings.
4: Um, they said there was no point in letting her see their Toby, uh, letting her see, Toby, as there would be, quotes, no benefit. There's
7: no benefits. There's no
4: benefits. There's no benefits. Well, how are we going to buy our bulls then? That's a joke. That's a joke, <gasps> oh, guys. Wow. No. That's a, a specific reference to members of my family before the Scotch get irate. As Toby had been microchipped, the rescue centre was able to track down her first owner, Miss Rennie, who adopted Toby as a four-week-old abandoned kitten. They said Toby was found just 15 minutes along the road, but she'd been hit by a car.
7: Toby, is a she?
4: Yeah. Oh. I felt complete shock and was stunned that the cat had been found alive, barely. She'd been told that...
7: With enough breath to say, phone my oh, mum.
4: I've got to do some sad music, hang on a second. She'd been, uh, first been told that Toby's injured leg needed to be amputated oh. and then the pet could be taken home. But the next day... Oh, hang on! The next day, a vet from SAS Bothwell Centre in Glasgow called to say they'd now decided to put the 19-year-old cat down. <gasps> she was cold and factual and really rude. Well, hang on, Miss Rennie. you have been told the day before that she'd been found, so why did, did you never go the day before? She was cold she was cold and factual. Oh, no. She was cold and factual and really rude. She said, "Look, your cat's made it to 19 years. It's better to put it to sleep." She made it quite clear I was not welcome. If the vet was going to de- Here we go. Listen to this sentence. You point you pick out the, the bits that are wrong. Right go on. If the vet was going to deny me access to my cat, why keep her alive longer than necessary? What's wrong with that sentence? Well, shall I read it again? Mm. If the vet was going to deny me access to my cat, yeah. Then why why you going be so cruel? It's
7: not been her cat for 18 years. It's not her cat. Whose cat is it?
4: It's not her cat. That cat's been on the run. It's been a wild cat. That's
7: like someone returning your first husband to you.
4: It is not known where Toby spent the past 18 years. So Toby didn't somewhere spill. Hap- somewhere happy. Toby didn't spill the beans. No. But Miss Rennie said the cat must have been looked after, yeah, better than you did, after as it was unlikely she could have survived winters alone. Yeah, but looked exactly. after it better than you did.
7: Sometimes cats move out, you just have to deal with it.
4: You don't own a cat. The cat owns you. That's that's how that works. O three four five Still sad for Toby, wasn't it? Nine, four double five, five double five. That I can't stop stop the hot hang on, I yep. can't. Can't stop the hotkeys. Can't stop with the hotkeys in the way. It's not really appropriate for this next nope. thing. Can't stop the hotkeys. Hang on a minute. can't stop the hotkeys in the way that you would like to. Let's um, just assume that we can uh, do this. There we go. And nope. Nope. Can't can't fire off a jingle. Let's see if I touch it. Nope. nope. Can't fire off a jingle or stop the hotkey there. Great. Great stuff. So we're just going to have a uh, clunk. Local councillors are trying to get an Aylesbury children's home closed down. Benjamin UK runs two sites in the town for young people who've been abused, neglected and traumatised. But two Liberal Democrats claim the kids are making their neighbours' lives a misery with more than 100 antisocial incidents in the past decade. Well, Claudette Desel is the director of Benjamin UK and joins me now. Good morning, Claudette. Good morning, Ian. Um, uh, t- tell us about this place, first of all. What, what, what does it do and what, what are the kind of young people that are there?
27: Benjamin UK looks after looked after children in public care. We look after children who um, are busy recovering from the impact of abuse, neglect, and trauma in their early lives.
4: Um, and, and what are the issues between the um, uh, the homes and the neighbours?
27: We have had no complaints. We were absolutely shocked at the outburst, the recent outburst of Mr. Lambert. Um, first I heard about it was when I was contacted by the Bucks Herald. That's he Stephen Lambert,
4: that. one of the councillors. Yes. Yep. That is
27: Stephen Lambert, one of the councillors. Um, he said that he was um, basically had enough of our homes and he, that he's been trying for many years to have the homes closed down. Now, we were completely shocked about this because not long ago he visited the organisation. He came with Mrs. Fida Roberts. They had tea of one of the care homes. They spoke to the young people. They were... Uh, They expressed how impressed they were by our young people, Um, the work we did, the work our staff did, the art on the walls of our care homes. We look after children within the society in in good areas, good residential areas, and we basically rebuild a normal family life for them. Um, He had direct contact with our child protection consultant, Mr. Michael Haynes, he had his personal telephone number You could call him at any time to raise any complaints he also had the organization's 0800 number which would get him put through to me 24 hours a day he hadn't made a single complaint to us at all
4: so your so staff in this center the... your staff in this center had heard nothing they uh, the, for the for the 10 years where there apparently there have been 100 anti-social incidents nothing had been reported to your staff
27: We've had complaints in the past from neighbours. Um,
4: right, well, that's Asher not what you house. just said. So you have had complaints. No,
27: I said, I said we've had no complaints. The complaints that Mr Lambert talked about were children throwing glass and knives right. in the well, Hang on a minute.
4: Let's what, what complaints you. have you had?
27: Well, I can name you the six complaints that we've had at Asher House over the last three years. What kind of one stuff was, are they? Uh, one was that they didn't lock the dustbins at the back of the home. We had to tidy them up. One was that we had cigarette stuff outside the home, they wanted us to pick those up. One was that we had a child on a scooter outside or two boys on scooters and they thought that they were going to damage cars, we had to bring them in. One was for noise. Um, I think that's more or less it. So
4: you're saying that Stephen Lambert has made up these 100 antisocial incidents in the past decade?
27: I'm not saying he's made up a hundred antisocial complaints in a decade. Uh, I am saying that he said that he had recent complaints. If in three years you're working with five complaints from neighbours to then say that you've had enough because people can no longer sit in their gardens because they're being thrown with knives and pieces of glass, that is a false accusation. Absolute false accusation. First of all, if someone does that type of thing, if someone does that to me, I will be out there. I'll contact the police immediately. I will take the knife I'll put it into plastic bags and make sure that I do not contaminate the evidence and I will then make a case. Well, um, but, you know, but, people, case people,
4: people respond differently. So you're saying Claudette that that um, the accusations that knives and uh, and' it's cutlery knives and glass have been thrown into neighbour's yes. gardens you're saying the accusation is completely untrue.
27: It's absolutely untrue. We've had no complaint regarding that in the recent three years even well they may
4: so, not necessarily I, 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 they may not necessarily go to you they may have gone straight to the council you, you're saying that just just to clarify t- the, categorically no young people or no residents at your homes have thrown knives or glass into neighbors gardens
27: not to our knowledge Aha. at all. well and that's slightly we different got, isn't it we have got a complaints procedure if our children are antisocial at all then we would like you to call the care and speak to us like all the others, uh, other Of course you would, but but they, not everybody a problem.
4: not everybody feels comfortable or confident going to their na- their noisy neighbour, do they?
27: Why well, then they go to the police then? Well, but well,
4: sometimes well, yeah, okay, but you know, I might do that, you might do that, but not everyone no, would. No, they might go to they might is, go to their council.
27: That is the council. If they do go to the council, the council can then come to us because if you look at the manifesto of the Lib Dems, the Stephen Lambert Party's manifesto. He himself says that he wants to build bridges, he wants to include uh, the most vulnerable and better the opportunities for the most vulnerable children. A while ago, when he was called Lily by some of his peers, he suffered extreme discomfort about the the, the verbal abuse that he suffered at that point. He involved loads of people. When he got a top man of the police involved to to uh, um, assist him in, in his distress. We've got, okay. I understand, uh, well, yeah. the stress of, of people making allegations. What I'm saying, and the point of Benjamin UK is, if you make false accusations specifically against our but children... But you don't
4: know, but no. But Claudette, this is the thing, and this is the really important thing. You don't know that these things... You just said yourself, you don't know if these things happened or not.
27: I do not believe that they have happened. Because okay. if my children have thrown knives into people's homes and into their backyards, it's one thing to make an, an accusation. But if it's unsubstantiated, then it is unsubstantiated. What I'm asking for is I'm asking for justice for the most vulnerable children in society. We cannot just grab them and spin everything. No, that but if, in society if you lived... Are, are, that, that is vindicating... Yeah. Be vulnerable.
4: Yeah, and and I and listen. I I, I, I I I'm I'm being slightly harsher than perhaps I, I uh, feel I, I, I want you're to. Coming,
27: you're coming across as extremely harsh. And well, I well, Claudette, no, no, Claudette, 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 no, no, claudette. No, no, no. no, 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 claudette These children have been claudette. vilified. No, claudette. no claudette, Claudette,
4: Claudette. You've obviously not been listening to the whole show because you would have heard a completely different stance earlier on. I'm trying to establish the facts. And with the greatest of respect to you, your first few answers were a little bit misleading and a little bit, um, okay. a little bit woolly. That's why I'm pushing this. If you if you listened earlier on, you would have heard me defending uh, the vulnerable children uh, in our society and saying we should look after them. But also I like to to, uh, to to know the facts. And the fact is you don't know whether these these knives or this glass were thrown next door. And if that my had happened children, to me, I would be furious.
27: knives and glass, and if my children so you're saying that categorically
4: knives.
27: now. Uh, categorically, I'm saying that yes, because if they had so, I can tell you one thing: the neighbours, as I know them specifically, uh, the neighbours of, of Asher House would have been out there in a flash.
4: But you don't so, know that, Claudette. Again, you're kind of there's a lot of supposition and a lot of you know you do, you don't know that neighbours don't always got a
27: good relationship with many well, of our neighbours. Well, obviously, you haven't. <laughs> I've got a book full of letters from our closest neighbours. Well that's great, but obviously so you have, have obviously people do obviously
4: some people do have a problem with it. And if I lived, you know, if I if I and we don't know if this happened or not, and you don't know if this happened or not, but if, if, if there were knives and glass in my garden, I'd be furious.
27: Me too, but I try and find out where it comes from. I might
4: not, because I might be scared, or I might be intimidated, no, or I might... You don't know how different people if respond.
27: Feel, if you feel that scared and intimidated, if I find anything, if I scour the grounds of my garden and I find any objects there that I don't like, I will try and find out where they come from. You cannot just spin them on the care home. That is well, if the care home's on unfair. the other side of the
4: fence, yeah, you, you can, can't you?
27: If it's on the other side of the fence and you're my neighbour, you'd come across and say... No, Jesus no, Claudette, you're putting heart. down your it's values.
4: You sound like a very strong woman. Uh, not everybody is strong as you. I, I would feel uncomfortable going to my neighbour and saying, did you chuck this into my garden?
27: I wouldn't my, nec- staff have, my staff has a good relationship with the neighbours. Whenever they came, their complaints were listened to. We try our best. We make amends with neighbours. If our children make a noise, we live after four teenagers each of those homes. We do our best for our children not to be heard If you look at the number of complaints we had about noise, I think it's less than for other teenagers. We had a ball go over the fence. That was the last complaint we had at Joseph's house. It was unfortunate. We are incredibly sorry that one of our children kicked the ball over the fence. It was returned. We did apologize. The child did apologize. Listen, Cla-
4: these things happen. Think- these things happen, Claudette. Listen, I have to move on. I'm sorry you feel that I was particularly harsh, but I just, I just, you know, I felt some of the answers were a little bit vague and a, woolly, but a little bit woolly. Uh, with the greatest respect, I uh, was earlier on was, was uh, in complete defence of the need for these homes and um, uh, looking at an alternative way of sorting out any potential problems that may be uh, in place, um, as, instead of closing the places down. That's the last thing we want to do, uh, Claudette. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five.
5: Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking at the A1M southbound, it's looking very slow from Letchworth Garden City down towards Hatfield. It's also particularly busy around Junction 3 for St Uh. Albans. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's busy at junction 18 for Chorleywood towards junction 16 for the M40. And the A40 Western Avenue is very slow all the way into London from the M40 Denham roundabouts towards Acton. In Wendover on the A413 Southbound, it's very slow between Nashley Road and London Road. And on the train to boards, there are no delays showing up there at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Thank you, Sammy. Right, it's um, 8.48. It is uh, Wednesday the 17th of June. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The number of alleged sexual offences against children recorded by police has risen by more than a third in a single year. Owners of a care home for vulnerable teenagers in Aylesbury say they're shocked that local councillors want to close them down. And the fixtures for the new football season are announced at 9 o'clock. I can't wait! It's going to be very, very
1: exciting! <laughs> Day outside
16: really really humid temperatures already at 14 15 Celsius in many places and the cloud just starting to work its way in. The further west you go, that cloud fairly thick as well. Further east you go, you may still have a little bit of sunshine, but it is going to be quite cloudy today. We'll get some holes in it though, some sunny spells particularly later on this afternoon. Uh, but the temperature is going to be really quite warm. We're looking at a maximum of 22 maybe 23 Celsius if the sun comes out, but it is going to feel very sticky towards this evening. We've got some thicker cloud coming down from the north, and that's the start of our cold front, which continues to make its way south overnight. Sunsets at 21.23, may get one or two spots of light rain as that cold front passes over, but behind it, clearer weather, drier weather and fresher weather. Minimum temperature, though, is still mild at 10 Celsius. Sun rises at 0442, 04.42 tomorrow morning, and it looks like another lovely day, actually. Plenty of sunshine, but we've lost the humidity, so it's actually going to feel a bit fresher. Maximum temperature still lovely and warm, though, at 21. Celsius and that's your forecast.
1: every weekday
9: from three local stories people in Watford are being urged to celebrate their local heroes by creating a postcard in their honour in other local news rugby fans are being warned to watch out for fake world cup tickets Roberto Peroni now, a metal detectorist has discovered an archaeological find in a field near Royston in Hertfordshire taxi drivers in Luton are demanding to be allowed to drive in bus lanes at all times there is to be a new station at the Leighton Buzzard gauge Railway Roberto Peroni weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties
1: Radio.
4: If it carries on like this, the shirt's coming off, and uh, maybe even the pants, because it's it is boiling in here, man. It is sweaty, Betty.
7: Show us. Put your arms up. N- you You can't. Disco rings. You can't.
4: You can get disco whiff. It is <laughs> sweaty, Betty, boys and girls, Indeedly doodly. Have We got any Texas? Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a little look. triple three. start your text 3CR. You know that, guys. I know that, guys. Let's party.
7: Tom Peeper says, I became a... Ta- <laughs> oh, no. I
4: don't,
7: I don't think it's his real name. Oh. No. I became attached to a building after being there for years. Then I got early release. Now I'm free hey. to pursue my career. Some Peeper.
4: Peeper did a funny, Peeper did oh, a Oh, hang funny. on a minute. I think he
7: means like peeping Tom. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hilarious. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just a joke. Good, good joke, good joke. Yeah, voyeurism's always hilarious.
4: Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate, come on. Nice
7: to hear you guys without the accompanying crackle. I had to endure before, although I'm sad to see you leave Luton. No, is going to all be back. <laughs> James Wolverton says that. Uh, and that's it. That'll do you. Oh, you said your t- you new number too fast. We only got the first bit.
4: I've said it about a dozen times, mate. Pay attention. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. It's 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 as simple as that, isn't it? Just.
14: It is, boss. It is, and uh, the vibe in Dunstable is strong again right now. Are, very very
4: strong. Are there any charity shops in Dunstable? Yes, lots. Yes. Good. I want to. I want to go and. Uh, I'm going on a vinyl hunt.
14: Uh, I thought, you know what? Leave it to the dog. Wh- I'll wh- tell you why. What? I'll tell you why, okay. What? What? Yesterday, I went into a shop, okay. Yeah. I saw a few records in there. Yeah. And also, I saw a selection of the finest music mugs I have ever seen. Mm. The Beatles. The yeah. Who uh-huh. The Small Faces Hey You and me We're going
4: shopping together We're going on a vinyl yeah. hunt We're going on a
14: vinyl me, hunt But not without me you know, boys <laughs>
4: Oh Come on but fair play I've um, been on my hands and knees With Boy League, Just flicking away And <laughs> she's one of the, the lower levels She's one of the lads She's one yeah. of the lads I can when do it comes record to, shops When it comes to a vinyl hunt She's one of the lads Now The lottery It's a con yeah. It's a rip off It's for idiots And I'm not just saying that Because I didn't get the job Of hosting The uh, Wednesday evening uh, Lottery Show. Uh, the, the chances of winning the jackpot are 14 million to one. Uh, it's going to be. They're going to add another ten balls to it. It's going to be forty-five million to one. It too sounds many balls. outrageous.
14: It does. Uh, too happening many balls. from October. Yeah, too many balls. Uh, more balls. Less chances to win the jackpot. Uh, we spoke about this before when they started to put the price up. People were were furious. But but those people I think got over it and they continued to buy the lottery tickets. I've never done it. For me, it's a complete and utter waste of money. But this one, I have to say, this morning, people are absolutely livid about this because. They They want more chances to win the big one. So I've been asking people, uh, are they upset and will they continue to play the lottery when these changes come into play in October? Here's what the streets of Dunstable had to say this morning. Brian, the lottery changes. Do they disgust you?
11: Well, they do, yeah. yeah.
14: Will you lose sleep over this?
11: Oh, I don't think I would lose sleep over it. I just wouldn't buy it because I think they're cutting their own
14: throat. So we're not going to name you because I think this is quite embarrassing, but you spend 32 quid a week on the lottery. Yeah. How much have you won?
5: Oh, not a lot. Not a lot. And how long have you
14: played for? Oh, quite a few years. Why are you doing it? If you're spending 32 quid a week and you've won, what, next to nothing, why well, are you doing it? We're changing our mind now. You've seen the light. I've seen the <laughs> light, yeah. What do you light. think about these new changes? Are you furious? Uh, yeah, yeah. I shan't uh, I shan't be playing it anymore, not at those odds. Chris, how do you feel about the extra
25: balls? Well, it's a bit of a con, isn't it? They put it up from a pound to two pound. They've now added another 10 balls, so you've gone from 14 million to 40, nearly 49 million to one to yeah. win it.
14: What's happening to this world right now? I not Too many balls to handle, isn't it, 59?
20: Of course it is, yeah. It is too much,
14: so I won't be doing it. Okay. All right, thanks okay. very much. Oh, madam, who's this here? This is Frankie. What breed is Frankie? He's a bug. A, a bug? Yes. What's a bug? A
3: border terrier crossed with a pug.
14: <laughs> That's my morning, that is. He's a bug. Frankie, how are you, son? There's all sorts. Yeah. Dog meets dog. Okay, um, the lottery. The chances of uh, of you winning are going up from October. Will you be refusing to play?
3: Probably yes. If the odds are going to be against us winning. Yeah. Has it made you angry? Very angry because no. the it's it's not giving the the normal people a chance to win any money. Well,
4: no, it is. If the odds are going to be against us winning, the odds at the moment are 14 million to one. The odds yeah, are, by yeah. the very definition of it being a lottery, against you winning. But people at the moment, that they, they can
14: they can see that dream in the distance. One day it might happen. With these odds, they're thinking it's never going to happen. That's well, the big never, difference. But it's...
4: it's <laughs> But it's never going to
14: happen anyway. Yeah, but look at the odds now compared to what they're going to yeah. be. People at the moment <laughs> will buy that as a fantasy. Uh, going into October, I think you know most people looking at those odds will never buy a ticket because I think it's here's, never, ever, ever going to happen. Here's my
4: prediction, right? Mm. The first week that they add the extra ten balls, yeah. they sell more tickets. They will sell more tickets. Yeah, I think they, I'll go along with that. Yeah. They, will, they will sell more tickets. Is, is that right, Kiri?
20: Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so, morning, Ian and Justin. Good morning. Morning. How are you?
14: Yeah, very well. Very well indeed.
20: Good. And um, I do the lottery with work. We do ten pounds a month, and it's psychological because God forbid they won and I didn't. I'd have to stay at work, and they'd all finish. <laughs>
14: That's a good point well made, actually. Very, so very good point.
20: we we've done five. I think we've done five months now. There's thirty of us, and we got five hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. So I got a £17 payout yesterday. Right, and how much have you invested
4: in it over the years, Kiri?
20: I used to do it through Direct Debit on, oh. um, oh. but years ago. Oh, Kiri. And then I just thought that was pathetic, so I stopped. Yeah. And then there's work. And now, I haven't done it for years, but because work do it, as I said, I just don't. I just rather win the do lottery you, than stay at
21: work. Do so. you
4: know that work are actually putting that money in, or are they siphoning it off? Uh, and the boss is turning up in a posh. <laughs> what well, I tell you, what we've not had for a long time, just we've not had mm. one of those stories where a syndicate at work wins twenty-three million quid, yep. and the guy that forgot to pay his um, two-pound subs because he was away yep. in, in uh, Crete yep. um, takes them to court to get a well, bit of it. Do
14: you remember that time that there was somebody who was in hospital, yeah. and uh, they yeah. went into yeah. hospital for yeah. six months? Yeah. and <laughs> And for, for those six months, he didn't pay him because he was in a hospital. He was seriously ill. Been paying him for years. They won. And I think he didn't get a penny. Yeah, it was good. awful. No, it, it <laughs> serves <laughs> him <laughs> right.
4: Serves him right. Kerry, is that what you called in for? Or did you have something you wanted to say?
20: <laughs>
21: well, well <laughs>
20: thank you. <laughs> no, well, I hope you have a good time at your new building. And I hope that Justin didn't ask for the move just because he feels that like I stalk him.
14: No, no, not at all. I have to say, I've met you, Kiri. You're, you're an attractive lady. You're an intelligent lady. But just not but, for me.
4: No, not, 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 not,
7: not, I know what's going on here. He's moving away to save himself from the inevitable falling in love with Kiri. Yeah. yeah.
4: Geographicals yeah, don't to, work. I
7: have to say, my son didn't pick me up, did he, Justin? No, no, you no.
4: Well, Kiri, listen, you're a, a little bit stalkery, so we'll say goodbye. <laughs> we'll give you Justin's number. You can carry this on off air. Thank you very much indeed, Kiri. Justin, excellent stuff. See you bit. Thank you, boss. See you soon. Ta ta. Um, oh, please, Ian! Please do a new feature called "Dog Meets Dog," where Justin meets different types of dogs.
7: It's got legs. <laughs> six. Yeah, six. <laughs> hey!
5: Go us. Go us.
7: <laughs> Shall we?
5: Um, yeah, we might as well. Travel news for beds, hards, and bugs.
8: BBC
1: Three Counties
8: Radio. On the M1, it's really slow southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable to 9 for Redbourne. It's also looking really slow on the A5 southbound, approaching the M1 from Lynch Hill. And the A1M southbound is looking quite busy on speed sensors from around Gravely and Letchworth Garden City down towards Nebworth. And then it's quite slow northbound too through Welling Garden City. On the speed sensors... Elsewhere, on the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. And on the train departure boards, there are no major delays showing up there at the moment. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Sammy, thank you very much. That's it, that's your lot. I'm going to uh, have a towel down. Sweaty-beddy. Oh, by the way, don't forget, there's, uh, we do a podcast and stuff. If you go onto iTunes and type in Ian Lee it pops up on the computer and everything and you can download it how cool is that just go onto iTunes type in Ian Lee see what pops up add it to your computer your iPad your iPod your iPhone I don't care right that's it that's your lot back tomorrow at 6 till then from us ta ta
1: And vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning.
17: Welcome to the JBS show. I'm Jonathan Vernon Smith. It's Wednesday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone in, do you think Chris Evans is the right man to replace Clarkson on Top Gear? He said he hadn't been asked and he ruled himself out, but Chris Evans has now been announced as the new host of Top Gear. The BBC radio presenter and former host of TFI Friday has signed a contract keeping him on the show for the next three years. Evans is known as a car collector, an enthusiast, but his appointment has not been welcomed by everyone, with some on Twitter saying they'll not watch the show and they'll wait for the next Clarkson programme elsewhere instead. Well, I want to hear from you this morning. Do you think Chris Evans is the right man to replace Clarkson on Top Gear? Pick up the phone, give me a call now on our new number. It's 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. So I'll take your call in just a second. But first, let's get the latest BBC
0: news. Here's Simon Oxley. The headlines rise in sex offences against children, cyclists seriously injured in Welling Garden City, and Watford to start Premier League season away to Everton.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The number of alleged sexual offences against children recorded by police has risen by more than a third in a single year. Figures compiled by the NSPCC showed that 31,000 crimes were reported in the 12 months to April 2014, although the charity believes the actual level of abuse is much higher. Over the year, there were 285 incidents in Bedfordshire, 857 in Hertfordshire and nearly 1,500 in the Thames Valley, which includes Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. John Brown is from the NSPCC.
17: It seems to us increased Confidence by children and young people to report. Uh, secondly, uh, an increase um, in the priority placed on this offending by the police in their investigations. And thirdly, it does seem as though the internet has provided a facilitating factor in, in this sort of offending as well.
0: Police in Welling Garden City are appealing for witnesses after a cyclist was seriously injured yesterday evening. It happened at around 6pm on the A1000 Chequers at the junction near to Ascot's Lane. A black Ford Fiesta being driven by a 39-year-old woman from Welling Garden City was in collision with the 28-year-old male cyclist. He was taken to the Royal London Hospital